0: Log Talk Radio
1: Day night, gonna late night show. I am so glad to talk to y'all. We got so much to talk about. I know. So listen, y'all know I be saying I was gonna do a second one during the week. I don't think I did it. I did it. I don't think so. I didn't do a second.
0: One. <laughs> y'all, okay?
1: It be so much going on. But listen, I am here today. We're to all the hot topics that went on. Well, the ones I know about that went on this week, and all of that. How, my week, how is my week been? Y'all, it's been like, it went fast Can y'all believe September, September feels like I'm like, yo, my birthday's about to come back up (laughs) Like I got another month, like a couple months I'm like, what the heck? It's just like moving fast The time, everything is moving just so fast Oh my goodness, so that's, you know Time is precious, isn't it? And it's, you know, it's of the essence always, right? So I'm just like, I'm, I'm tripping about how fast things are moving and how fast things are going. It's just always crazy to me because I'm like, dang, we back. Pretty soon I'll see Christmas decorations up. <laughs> crazy! Okay, so it's also concert going season for me. Okay, so I got to talk about this concert that I went to over the weekend. Okay, y'all know I love me some Maxwell, right? But Maxwell is not, I have favorite other faves, right? Like one of my favorite singers is Anthony David, okay? A lot of people don't know Anthony David. You know, if you ever heard uh, Algebra and him, they have this song, uh, uh, this is a popular one, Forever's a Long Time and I Really Want to Spend With You, I'll Shine When You Shine uh, forevermore, right? That's one of his big songs, um, something about you words with India Irie uh, what else did he he has um, my favorite one of my favorite spitting game chat I love spitting game and um, what else uh, it's a lot of he's got a lot of stuff booed up and all that stuff I, I think he's one of the most underrated singers there is out here that you know he's been out here for a long time sort of like okay Y'all been knowing, like, uh, like Victoria Monet. Like, Lord, I'm like, thank God y'all starting to discover Victoria Monet. I discovered Victoria Monet Mon- during the pandemic, probably about 2020. And I happened to be listening to my Apple Music thing, and she came across, and I was like, who is this? <laughs> I was like, what is this? I got to find everything she ever
0: did.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, and I'm so glad y'all just now – Y'all just now discovering let me let me talk about Victoria Monet for a minute and then I'll get back to Anthony David. But Victoria Monet, I'm so glad that y'all are just now discover everybody's starting to discover her because I've been like for the longest one of the reasons too, I was supposed to go to that her festival in New York and they got cancelled. I had my plane tickets, everything, my tickets, everything, I was ready to go. And got cancelled. Maxwell was headlining and one of the people on there, she had a bunch of people. Well, one of the people on it was Victoria Monet. So I was so excited about seeing Victoria Monet, right? But it got canceled, right? So, but listen, about her, okay, Victoria. Victoria, she's been a songwriter out here for people for a long time. You know, she's wrote for all kinds of people. And I just really discovered I didn't realize she wrote Do It for the Chloe and Haley. Oh, my God, and when you listen to it, you're like, oh, that does sound Victoria Monet-ish. <laughs> but, listen, what I love about Victoria Monet is that she has this, she reminds me of Janet, just a sexy laid-back vibe, and she is a Torian. she's a Taurus, so, uh, and one of my favorite songs by her, I, uh, 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 what is it, uh, 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 Motherfucking Moment,
0: <laughs> and I
1: love it. F U C K friend you can keep. Oh. Listen, her her lyrics it, her lyrics is just so dope. It's your favorite color, blue, because it's something like my Christian. like that, that girl that girl's mad. So <laughs> I love I saw so, I told so, there's so many songs I love by Victoria Monet, but so i um, she reminds she just has that Janet vibe, you know because Taurus is essential. You know they're the other side of the, there are the, opposites. Scorpio's opposite Scorpio's opposite sign is Taurus. So and uh, Taurus is opposite side of uh, Scorpio. So Taurians carry with them a lot of passion. Not passion. We carry the passion, but they carry with them a lot of sensuality. And in Janet's songs, you know, you hear that they they get sensual. You know that Victoria Monet has that same grit and thing. And you know what? It's like she doesn't try. Like Chloe is trying out here really hard to be sexy. You know, since Chloe. I love me, I love Chloe, but she really is trying very hard. Chloe's beautiful and she's sexy, but it's over the top. Victoria Monet don't even try to be effortless. i will be like, damn, I could, that's my girl crush now. I think her is Janet, her and Rihanna. But like Victoria, I'm like, I'll be having a real question on Victoria. I'll be like, she's so cute. I just, uh, she, she, and especially that party girl, oh my God. I just love the way, I love women when they own their sexuality. Like when they, like they in it and they own it. And it's not, like it, it doesn't seem, how can I say, it doesn't seem fake. Like it is a natural, like vibe. You know, like even with Janice, I hear it might be some dysfunction to Janice, but that, but it's still a natural vibe or energy that comes. It's just she's naturally sexy. She don't be trying. She's sensual, and I love it. And Victoria is sensual. Rihanna like is to me too. I have crushes on girls who are sensual. I like sensual girls because like, it's like they own it. They like I'm not scared to be like you know I'm just we we fine out here. <laughs> We sex. We not only fine and sexy, but we're sensual. We understand the the. We understand the very nuanced, very small little things about sex and sexuality. Yeah, I love, and it comes through in their music. So I tend to love that. I like Torians, (laughs) and so Victoria Monet. She has that uh that you know, and so when I heard put that on my. My mama, I like that song, you know, I was like, okay. But I was scared, like, you know, oh, man, people are not going to be here able to hear the greatness of Victoria. Because, you know, like when people get commercial and big, sometimes they still start to go down. Like when they get big, you know, like it's just like I'm waiting for y'all to catch on to India shine. That's another one. India shine is dope. There's a few of them out there I can start naming, but, but I love India shine, too. But that's another story. Okay. But. Victoria, Victoria, I didn't know, I know what this album is going to be like Because put that on my mama, it's a nice song And of so it's catchy, but I was like, oh, this is going to be like a pop, catchy song Because Victoria is very, she has a very certain type of style that I just really love And when I listened to the album last weekend, I was like, oh my God I love that album, it is a full Vibe, Victoria, thank you I mean, because I love, I love the lyrics So some of her lyrics, like she has this song, uh, Don't, uh, Stop Asking Me For Shit <laughs> It kind of sounds like a take on an Erica Purdue like a Tyrone But it's, 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 it's the beat and the bridges, everything, it is so dope Oh my God, I love, that's my jam And then it's uh, How Does It Feel Girl I feel her in that song. The album is fly, okay? Yes. Love me some Victoria Monet. So, yeah. So, to me, Anthony David is one of those dudes like Victoria Monet who's been out here a long time. <laughs> and a lot of people still don't know him. But fire, same thing, he came with Algebra. Him and Algebra are doing this thing called A-Lab or something like that with each other. Where You know, because him and Algebra have been doing duets together, like old duets. And one of the duets they did was Heaven, you know, BB and CC Wine, which they, they did that. Now, Algebra, the set, okay, she's been out here uh, for a long time. Y'all know one of my songs I've been playing on here all the time is uh, that she sings a uh, uh Everybody can't be in my story. What's that song? Just because they want me don't mean they ready for me. Oh, that. I got to find that and play that for y'all. Oh, my God. That is the song. That algebra song. I mean, not that. That's one of my favorite algebra songs. But she's got a lot. She's been out here a long time, too. Okay. Girl is bad. Like, cold-blooded. Like, I mean, singer. Like, singing, singing, singing. By the way, I heard something. This is awesome. Just off the you know cyborg, but I heard something about y'all saying that uh, the singer of singers, uh, what's, Rochelle Farrell might be sick or something. I gotta look that up. We we, we have to because y'all know Rochelle for real. I don't say I don't know nobody can sing better than Rochelle Farrell. I'm sorry I ain't never, I ain't met him yet. <laughs> Rochelle, no nobody. You know, he tell it, Kiki might Don't tell me Patty. Ain't nobody I ain't never heard nobody do their voice like that. But I've been hearing little rumors that Rochelle's not doing with so y'all keep Rochelle for real on her prayers. I don't know how true that is, but I'm gonna listen I'm gonna have to look it up. I think I read that somewhere this week or something. So yeah, we we'll, I'm gonna look it up and we'll talk about that. But getting back to uh Anthony David. Anthony David Algebra, they did this concert together. <sighs> now I've seen Anthony David before. And I loved it. A couple of times I think I've seen him, I loved him every time. <sighs> this time, I loved him, but it felt like he gave Algebra most of the show. I don't know. I don't know what I was I – I'm a big Anthony J. fan. I like Algebra, but I'm a big Anthony J. fan. And I understand they can do this duet thing, so I was cool with it. I don't know how I felt about it. Well, Partly, here's the problem. They had it in this fabulous facility here, owned by Mark Cuban, uh, called um, uh, the Echo Lounge. Right? I mean, sound is dope in that Echo Lounge. I mean, it's like a concert hall, like a big, like a big concert, like the bass. You could hear everything because you know, usually when you get them little, little venues and stuff, you be like hard to hear. You like hear you. the bass be bouncing up the wall. No, the sound, everything that it's just. I can't say enough about that. The Echo Lounge is dope. Now, somebody told me, like, the Echo Lounge didn't have many R&B artists coming to it. it, it, it a lot of times they had a lot of white artists. Usually when I see that, that happening, this is just Carlotta one-on-one. You know, growing up with a uh, gospel singer slash promoter slash radio host, <laughs> I kind of learned some things a little bit. Okay, even though it might be old but what what learned what I know is that usually when you see that happening not a r and b artists and stuff like that, maybe' it's the venue's very expensive right
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, especially when you're dealing with if you're dealing with black promoters or something like that well this this particular uh thing was promoted by uh uh this group who does unplug i think for these intimate unplugs in Dallas, but they also have for a sponsor, Iron Roof. Now, Iron Wolf, which is a uh, distillery uh, liquor. Now, you know, if you know anything about promotion, people say liquor. If you can get a liquor company to promote your ish, they usually are really good to you. <laughs> right? And you can tell the liquor company, I mean, like, we got there. They had a VIP section, but they also had, you know, and the place is a small venue anywhere you can see. I mean, I was like still, still could see good. But they gave free liquor, free they gave you a chance at free like three free drinks. Like good drinks. <laughs> I mean, I one drink. I think I'm just a a it was one oh, I wish I could remember the name. Oh my god, it had like scotch in it and this little bit of oh my god, like it was um oh my god, I can't I can't what, what it's like a uh a, a maple taste. Oh I don't, oh my god, that's the Oh my God! I just didn't want to get that list. I mean, listen here, that stuff. Chad, I just need one of them. Like, like, like you know, just one every blue moon. Come on. <laughs> that thing was, that thing was out the say. T- and the thing about it is, like, you have a few sips of it and it hits you later. But they was giving free drinks, okay? So I was noticing. I noticed everything about venues and how people put together shows and stuff like that. So the first thing I noticed was that this event hall was kind of empty. I mean, no, 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 no. Anthony Davis is not well known, but he is. He does have a crowd. Now, let me tell you what I discovered, okay? Something I didn't know before we bought these tickets. Because, child, my ass wouldn't have bought. We wouldn't have gotten. We wouldn't have, and I was feeling funny about going because I didn't want to go. See, when my energy, be like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. But, you know, my husband's like, yeah, let's go. He likes Andy Davis, too. But I'm like, I don't want to really see Andy Davis. You know, but I wasn't feeling it. So I'm glad I went anyway because it gave me a picture of the echo lounge and stuff like that, right? But what I didn't know was it was the jazz festival, the jazz uh, uh, uptown, the, I mean, the, the Riverfront Jazz Festival here in Dallas, and it always has tons of artists, okay? Now, Dallas is a metroplex. You can usually, like, you know, in Kansas City when I grew up, my grandparents used to be part of this thing called it. They used to have announcer deals and stuff like that where other people, when they were having shows and stuff, you try not to bump into those shows because it could tank your show because – Kansas City is a is a smaller. It's not a you know it's a smaller city. So they would talk to other promoters. Promoters would join and be like, "Hey, we got an event that night. Try not to do nothing on that night." Or if you were a really dope ass promoter, you could ride off that ride ride off a big event. Shit, right? You know what I'm saying? So this was probably Anthony David partly part. But this is Dallas is a metroplex so you still got a lot of people. It's like Atlanta Atlanta could probably have two and three events going on and it may not affect the other. I mean some of probably would affect it, but not much, right? You know what I'm saying? Dallas the same way, okay. Problem is there was a couple of problems I started seeing earlier. <laughs> I knew the venue. I said if it was mostly white artists in the venue, it's expensive. And while the I noticed his tickets were pretty expensive, and that was one of my things I was complaining about because I had just saw Envy David not that long ago, and the tickets didn't cost me that much shit. <laughs> and I was like, damn, do you have a, a big-ass kid or something? he blow up like Victoria Monet. <laughs> and that hadn't happened, okay? So I am not—I uh, was knowing that the ticket prices was probably due to the venue. No, the venue probably is. So, so yeah, I, That's just my personal opinion, okay? Venue, okay, that they spent a lot of money on this venue, all right. But they had they they didn't recognize you got that jazz fest that that's not too long, that's not that's going on from and It had tons of people and it was almost the same price, not much difference. And you would get eight to nine. if I guess that music soul child Kevin Ross and Child. I did not know if I had known. Listen, I love you, Andy David, but one of my favorite singers. Above, on the list Above any day Is Michael Franks And if I had I've been wanting to see Michael Franks For years And if I had No Michael Franks Child I, I'm about to cry Just thinking about it <laughs> I get five sickle toes What is it On my way home To you Lady wants to – I I, I love me some Michael Franks, okay? I can put Michael
0: Franks –
1: oh, my God. Oh, I would not have done that, okay? No offense. (laughs) Right? So if I'm thinking that, you know the venue, this venue is packed, right? (laughs) Right? And it is, okay? So that's another thing. The promoters probably wasn't paying attention to what was going on. I'm not sure. I don't know. But and then if you thought you could piggyback off that event, there is no way in hell you should have charged the same, almost the same price for Anthony David and Algebra, who are two, basically unknowns. And I, I bet you was paying for that venue. But secondly, next thing, and you know the distillery probably was really good to you, because I hadn't heard how liquor companies is good to you. I know they was good to you, because they was giving out prizes. I mean gifts, and they was giving out drinks. <laughs> for free, so I know they was good to the. I know they was good to the promoters for money, okay. But the venue was not that many people. It wasn't a lot of people. Now I went to see the uh, the uh, Anthony David at a club a few years ago here, and it was awesome. The club was packed. It was right the right size for them. Everything. We had a great time. Okay, it was dope. It was an interesting. And it probably didn't cost the promoter that much. The promoter was funny. It, it was dope, okay? Now, not dissing the Echo Lounge. The Echo Lounge is fabulous if you got that kind of dope to bring. <laughs> if you got a big R&B act, okay? You know what I'm saying? Are, you know what I'm saying? Are, are or you, are, 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 you, know you a dope-ass promoter who knows how to piggy bank off that jazz festival, which they could have done. Because Anthony David does carry an underground group of people that really like him, and Algebra does too. So the only thing I could think of next is what you, what, you know, because I'm looking around seeing all the ways that, in my opinion, I don't know this for sure, but just in my opinion, maybe the money was mishandled. You know what I'm saying? No offense, I ain't trying to dog nobody. But I'm just saying I, I didn't hear nothing about it till it, I mean it wasn't that much promotion. <laughs> And so if you, because it's, and the tickets should have been cheaper. Promotion, cheap, 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 tickets cheaper. And remember, Anthony Davis crowd is not a young crowd. Even though, you know, what's Anthony, almost 40-some years old or something like that? Anthony Davis crowd is Generation X and back. He might get some millennials sprinkling around and some Zs and stuff like that. No, he might get that. So, but the internet. You don't unless you want on, on Facebook advertising. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta hit them radio shows. You gotta be interviewing. You got to be talking so that people can know your shit is happening. You know what I'm saying? Right? They can know your especially if you riding off of an event like uh, uh if you got an event like the jazz festival with all them dope ass artists on it. Okay, for three days. Okay, and then you and the next thing you gotta know is that the jazz festival. It's charging the same thing you charging for a hundred and the same price? You know you can't charge that for two unknown unknown artists, right? Trying to pay for a venue.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what y'all doing out here? You can't do it. Oh, so I hated that for them. So to me, I mean, the crowd was wasn't like the you know the crowd I saw a couple of years ago. And it made them feel rushed. Now let me just say something about Algebra Percent. okay? Okay, she I can tell she's a firecracker. She was she was a little she she's <laughs> she's a little much. I mean she was checking the band and everything, okay? And the band was dope, but she you know she I but I can tell she's a firecracker. But this girl that girl's so dope of a of an artist. Really that's my first time seeing her live. A fire, okay? She took this guitar and played one of her songs that everybody liked after cuff. Okay? This is girl bad. Okay? So Anthony David, I felt this time he was a lot distracted. You know, he was drinking his hand. <laughs> you know what say, I'm saying? I don't know if the drink was distracted or what. But he still sang some of my songs. I still enjoyed the show. I just didn't. Like, I was so... Tech- and I'm a Virgo moon, okay? Virgo- what do Virgos are? What do what I tell you about Virgos? I'm not the Virgo type that comes into your house and starts immediately saying, oh, you know, uh, it- it- like if you have a new house and you show up at the... I'm at the housewarming party and, and you know, some Virgos are like... And they don't mean to be... No, no, this it's Virgo season. We're talking about Virgos. So Virgos, you know, some Virgos will be like coming in the house... <laughs> And they'll immediately see what's wrong, you know, and they'll be like, oh, you know, what? yeah, uh, what's wrong with your parents up there? Or something like that, you know, that's not me. Okay, now, if you invite me ahead of time, like that, you know, and you fixing up the house for the housewoman party or something like that, I can see y'all, I'll be seeing little stuff. I'll be like, what's that right there? Girl, you got to straighten that up. Yeah, there." Or afterwards, you know, when you have thrown a party and something, you say, hey, what would you think? Then I'll be like, uh... It was great, you know. It was really nice. And I'll I tell you all the things I love. But then I can tell you what's wrong.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, that's how I roll with my Virgo mood, right? So I try to at least, you know, unless it's something real bad, and I'm going like, to say, you know, but I got to tell you the truth. <laughs> I tell you the truth anyway, but I, I, it just depends on how harsh I tell it. So this is how I, I I felt when I was in that venue. I was like, damn, what a nice venue. But damn, he didn't you know, you would have got a bigger crowd if you would have went cheaper and advertised. And then you had VIP and it wasn't much different. See, let me tell y'all something about VIPs and stuff like this, okay, which I believe most of their friends is in. I, I believe it was a friend crowd. Like, you know, like <laughs> sometimes you can tell when it's a friend crowd. I don't know. I could have been wrong. Like some friends came and supported or whatever. I don't know, child. But they had, a, like, a VIP and a, and a regular chick. But it wasn't too much different except for, like, VIP gotten earlier. They may have got a little bit closer. You're de- when you're dealing with an artist, a small group, a small artist like Anthony David, this is my personal opinion, Anthony David and Algebra, people like that, and you want to charge more for a ticket, and they had some sort of catering. Now, when I saw this, it's not just the catering. Well, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say it just looked like one person and somebody helping them, a kid helping them. <laughs> so I don't know how much you feel like that, but you don't need catering. When you do a VIP event, here's what you do: you have Algebra and Anthony up there meeting and greeting, and hire a photographer and just take pictures, and you can charge extra for that. People would love to meet them. I don't know if they had that up there, and it, it didn't sound like it. If you, if you because they haven't had a dollar nowhere, no meets and greets. Okay, if you're gonna do charge more for a VIP, let it be meet and greet. Okay, especially small artists like that, they can spend an hour taking pictures. Hey. And plus they get extra money. You know what I'm saying? So that's what you – but I was just ticked about – I couldn't get into the show because I was looking around. I was like, damn, what a waste of this distillery cash fund. No offense to the promoters. You know that's at least it take a lot of guts to promote. It's hard business. I understand. I used to watch it. I used to watch people do it. It's hard. I ain't doing it myself. It's a hard ass business. I ain't trying to dish up, but it's just I was looking at and seeing the shit that was going on, and the artists didn't look like they was the artists looked like they was having fun, but then kind of not. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what I was feeling. Okay, maybe I was pissed because I missed Michael Franks. <laughs> I don't know, but I did not like. I wish they would have went with a smaller, cheaper. And then, wait a minute, during the show, Anthony Davis says to the band, the band that's staying behind because it's a local band, they, they got who was really good. But he said something about it's club here. He says, oh yeah, we gonna do, we gonna be tonight the to, the to your club afterwards for after after set. So I'm like, no, not you having an after set. No wonder the people probably at the club for the after set. It was free. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh God! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Unless it was a private after set. Oh my God! No, <laughs> you can't have your ass singing at the after set. Okay. Like, unless it's a private one. Like, Prince could do that. Prince, I remember Prince came to Kansas City one time, and he showed up at one of the jazz clubs on 18th and Vine, and he they said he performed a little bit. Prince can do that shit. People want to see Prince two or three times. Not so much, you know, people want to pay and then go see, and then you, you have to ask for 40. That's free singing again. <laughs> I mean, that's what I got. I ain't got it wrong. But, yeah, so I was just like, Ugh. but here is the one thing I will say. I am a big Anthony. I love him and Algebra together. I love the idea. I don't know if they're doing a duet album or what, but, oh, my God, it was, it was dope. I still love me some Anthony David. If y'all ain't heard Anthony David and Algebra, get, you know, listen to their stuff. They are fire, okay? And I just want to say Maxwell Rivera. Gerald Maxwell Rivera. Okay, say the whole government name. Okay, you having this cruise? I ain't seen who else is on the cruise. All I'm seeing is Robert. Cause I could then I start. When I was getting irritated about promotion, then I start thinking about Maxwell's cruise. I'm like, ooh, like that's like, that cruise. Like Maxwell, you should be having. Like tonight, I was like, Kansas City had this uh, this uh, linen party, right? They had. Let me tell you who they had on there. Silk. Kendrick Family, or soul. And that dude that sounds like Marvin Gaye, oh, my goodness. He sounds just like Marvin Gaye. But I don't like nobody riding off of Marvin shit. cyborg. this is the Sideboard. They call him the re- revival. His album was called the, the re- Rebirth of Marvin. I'm like, you don't want a rebirth of Marvin. Marvin had a hellish life. Even though he had a great singing career, she don't want no rebirth. Be your damn self and just having to sound like Marvin. Yeah, but he trying to sound too much like Marvin, but I still like him. Because, you know, he he's still dope, but he try, it's too much. Don't try to be, don't make your selling part being like Marvin, like, who the fuck are you? I know you kind of sound like him, but who are you? And you shouldn't let them sell you off like that. But I like his style. He got this kind of more edgy style, a little bit edgy style, and I just would prefer him to be, I like to see who he is more and not the Marvin Gaye shit. Cause ain't nobody be Marvin. I don't give a fuck, Marvin. Let me tell you something, okay? First of all, it wasn't just Marvin's voice that so Marvin, okay? Let me just say this: Marvin had just mad, crazy sex appeal all day, all day long. Uh, they every day. I mean you know i mean like it, it wasn't just a little like some 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 some- uh some people have uh uh a little bit of you know uh, sex appeal and they can still sell off their songs and stuff like no Marvin Gaye, I always say it's few men in the world with. Him. Very few men in the world. and It's not to diss men, men. Please don't take me wrong. It's very few men in the world that have this high level, oh, like sex appeal. Very few. It's very few. Lenny Kravitz has it. Maxwell has it. It's very few. they i think they, they like, they four and few between. But when you, when you feel it, you're like, whoa. Like, whoa, like you can feel the energy. Like they carry sexual energy with them. And maybe that's because more of those men, in my opinion, are in touch. Prince had it a little, not a lot, you know, in some ways, it's in an odd way. But those men carry with them, I think, the understanding of the feminine and masculine aspects, femininity and masculinity aspects. They know how to play both of it's a, them. It's a, it's a it's a very rare sexuality. And so Marvin his part of his tease wasn't just his voice. It was how Marvin moved. How Marvin dressed. How Marvin talked. Even though he was a tragic soul, like his shit was tragic. That's why I wouldn't have called nothing the rebirth of Marvin. I ain't the rebirth of Marvin, damn that. What's the name? Or London, London, October London? That's who you be. Be October London. Don't be no rebirth of Marvin. Marvin had a tragic... You know, I heard Bishop Jace one time say this. She told this story about how... Uh, This person came up to him and said Bishop I just want to be like you I want want to be like you in the spirit room I want to such and such and such Just pray for me to be like you And Bishop said he laid his hands on his head. I pray his mama mama, uh, die when he starts to get uh, get famous I pray his daddy uh, dies when he's 15 (laughs) I mean he was saying all the things it took for Bad things it took for him to be T.D. Jakes And the dude was like whoa wait a minute (laughs) Right So you don't want to be the rebirth of anything but yourself. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You don't want you rebirth it. (laughs) I wouldn't call myself the rebirth no more. Okay, and he's on Death Road Records too. Now, I wouldn't call myself the rebirth of dance. No, just the October London that just happened to sound a little bit like Mark. Because ain't ain't nobody... be sound like Marvin. That was just a, <sighs> listen here, a beautiful, beautiful man, okay? A lot of Virgo energy. He's a Virgo moon. Right? And he had, uh, I think, Aries, Aries' sun. Yes. That's why his life was so, you know, them Aries. <sighs> even when they don't mean the war, they war. You know what I'm saying? so his mid-haven was in Aries. Like Virgo, and Pisces—I think, or something like that. I mean, he—I mean, there's so much to Marvin, but there was so much tragedy to, to him too. Okay, so yeah, it just yeah, but yeah, I didn't. But they had him there tonight too. October, so it was Silk, October London, and uh, 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 who else was at this Kansas City white linen party? Uh, Silk, Silk, October London. Oh, I was one more artist. Jeez, I got to think about. It. Silk, October London, oh, Kendrick, the family that saw, right? Okay, so I'm talking about Maxwell's cruise, okay? Let me explain something, Maxwell, okay? People in Kansas City, okay, country, old people, older people, was there and drove, and they white, they linen, they was dead, they packed. Let me lick you up, I saw the videos, up and down till you stay, stop, they in there, they in there like it's a party, okay? First of all, Maxwell, you have to have this cruise paid off by December, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm speak for the people. Let me speak to you. I don't know what's going on with cruise. I hope you're selling with it, okay? But let me explain to you some things, okay? you dealing with black folks, okay? Now, I was thinking about your cruise when I was watching this disaster kind of a show happen. <laughs> Not from Anthony David and Algebra standpoint of performance. I thought Anthony was a little off, but he still was good. But from the promotion standpoint, okay, just in my opinion, okay. And I thought about your cruise. Cause I was like, mm, like, I mean, we just got a video out here of a cruise. I mean, we just, we got, we got a couple of things. And I heard a very troublesome thing this week that I did not know. And I was like, uh-oh, because, listen, I just hope, I'll get to that in a minute, Maxwell. But if you if anybody knows Maxwell and listening to this show, help him out.
0: Okay?
1: Like I don't know nothing. I'm just saying what I think. Of. You know, I have a fan out here, just observing y'all. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I mean, I know it's Valentine's Day weekend, and people be thinking that's. I mean, it's gonna end on Valentine's Day. You might think that's just a sell off, right? <laughs> and it might be doing well. Okay. I don't know. Maybe Rock, maybe Lettucey and Galleon and all them is hitting more than I think. And what's her name? What's other one? Uh, Layla Rashawn and <laughs> Not Layla Rashawn. It's Layla. Hathaway. No, what is the girl? What's the girl? Layla James. Okay. Dang, I was saying the right people that should be there. Layla Hathaway. I was saying the right people. Listen, when I say Maxwell, you're king of the underground. And those were good art. Those are good artists. Okay, I'm, I'm not. I, I, they're great. I don't know is. I've only heard of one or two songs from Galligan, Okay, you really probably should have went after October London. <laughs> or Kevin Ross. But I digress. Cause you're looking for the underground. Kendra Family of Soul is out here. Anthony David and Algebra, I know they a good price. Great show. And listen, that's that, those draw your the, the, the crowd that you want that got the money that you want to come on that boat. Okay. Uh
0: uh,
1: uh Layla Rashawn, like people like I don't know, Mike Frank might be high. But you know, I'm just saying, we can we can do better in our lineup. Can we? I just ain't I don't know, is it selling? I'm not sure. I, it might be selling, I don't know who am I? When well, I looked on it it looked like it was doing all well all, all right, but it, you know, I'm just trying to give you some key Annie David and, and algebra be really good. Okay. They was they was they was, they was dope and, and you know, and they carried, they got a fan base. I don't know who Sabrina Claudio is. I mean I've heard her a couple of her songs, but I also heard something pretty trouble from this week. And I'll get to that in a moment when I talk about Erica Amenia. However, <laughs> you you I mean, where you you not haven't announced who else was gonna be on the cruise. I need mean, more people who like me who, you know, be you know, maybe I gonna up putting it like, you know, holding up their money and people who do want to come like kinda of like who they got, he got somebody else coming. I saw a lot of 100 people say,
0: Is it somebody else
1: coming? <laughs> Music Soulchild's a good draw, okay? Robert Glasper, good draw. You spend all your money on Music Soulchild, Robert Glasper, because you shouldn't. But well, here's how you get the. When I say you're king of the underground, I'm talking about Kendrick Family or something I'm talking about Will Downing. I'm talking about Rashawn Patterson. I'm talking about people like that. They're they're not that <laughs> silky. You can't go here. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh 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 uh. uh who else I say was there tonight? Them people, people like that, and fill that out with a shit. Fill it out a bunch of people that are not top A-list, but people love on the low, and they probably a good price. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you need a liquor sponsor. I don't know. I'm just saying. You know, I'm, shit. I'm just out here thinking. I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out here because i was just wondering how the boat cruises, I mean, how the cruise is doing.
0: The boat
1: cruise. <laughs> and I thought about. How you, this lack of advertisement? Like this is one little thing coming on with with uh, with what's the what's some people with with to the cocktail knocking that you don't even see in concert just playing <laughs> and join us on t- yeah is not even your voice talking? Is somebody's voice talking? Listen, I need you. to, I've been saying I need you to be a little bit more excited. I need you to be like this to be like them people, huh? Uh, be like, be, be, be out here interviewing. You need to be going on a live and having legacy on your live and talking about the cruise. Get people hyped. Let people know who Galleon is. I mean, shit. Put out a song. You used to put out songs of your favorite people. Put out a damn song of Galleon. You want us to know? <laughs> What's name say, Galleon? What's it say, Galleon? I don't know what it say He's I gonna say. Sabrina. What's your favorite song about Sabrina? And let me tell you about Sabrina though. I'm gonna talk about Sabrina in this in the in the section. So y'all holler after Maxwell uh, just, <laughs> Maxwell <laughs> I saw my friend call it, I did not catch it. So don't be mad at me, I didn't catch it. But my friend was like, hey, wait a minute. I don't recognize that Sabrina Claudio. <laughs> I was like, what about her? They're like, she was one of them colorists. I was like, what, what, what? He said, look at his comments under under that thing, and it was about three to four women who recognized, because don't nobody she ain't well known enough for people to really catch. But it was three to four women saying, "Sabrina, really, Sabrina," something. I was like, oh shit, why are they coming at her like that? So I looked the shit up. And she's like, Google that shit, girl. Mm mm. I might, I may have to pass on that. And I googled it. I mean, sus did apologize. I don't believe in cancellation for anybody, you know, for everybody forever, okay, because, you know, people make mistakes. I made a mistake last week on here because I, I caught it when I was listening to it. I said something not in like an old school saying, that old um, uh, Indian giver saying, that's because that came out the recesses of my nine-year-old mind. <laughs> Forgive me if you listen to that. That was horrible. I said, what the hell did I just say? I don't say shit like that. But that was my nine-year-old self just talking and shit. So you ignore it because that's a very derogative term. But this chick had some stuff and she deleted it when she got caught. So we're going to talk. When I talk about the colorism segment, we're going to talk about this. And see, artists like him have to be real careful. Because he's been accused already. They told you already. They're going to years the of him. We buy them tickets they, y'all ready about the white girls? Okay, we're going to have to talk about So we, we'll we talk about that. we talk about the air communion section, okay? I'm just saying you got to pad that cruise. I mean, maybe it's going to seal though. I don't know. Hey, I'm just out here making suggestions. Like I made suggestions, unwanted suggestions probably, but I'm still making them because, you know, I'm a Virgo moon in the house. <laughs> All right, so y'all can give that. Uh, that out there, that news out there. Okay, so that's you know we'll talk about though what I found out about that particular artist too when I get hit on the air comedian uh, segment. <clears throat> I can't ignore it because he's my favorite. What? No. <laughs> I gotta say what I gotta say. All right, so uh, so yeah, that was my experience with the concert. I look, you know, I felt like I had a cute weekend. You know, when you have a cute weekend, you look really cute. Oh, I had a cute weekend. Had lots of good food this week. I just had a great weekend. standards oh, it was fun. My weekend was fun. I had a great one, okay? Um, Power Force is back. Shout out to Power, Tommy, Egan, and gang. And I, I'm, I'm getting the feeling that this is starting where we're starting out with for Power Force is before Tommy went to New York and Power a ghost, remember in Power Book Ghost this season, Tommy shows up in New York, <clears throat> the last three episodes. So I'm thinking Power Book Ghost is picking up way before that. So it's before Tommy has even gone to New York to uh, find Tasha and all the stuff goes down that went down this season on Power Book Ghost. So we're going back in the past. So my personal opinion with Power Book, uh, Force is that we're going to see probably it that maybe towards the end we're going to learn things about power book ghosts in force. Because I'm already seeing how some crossovers just from the storyline. You know, because possibly, you know, connections about, you know, remember when Valdez, uh, uh, Angela's nephew, got left that thing from, from uh, Sack's so it's Sacks knowing that Tommy's alive and stuff like that? I think, so we're back in the past right now, right? In Power Book Force, Angela's nephew, who's a cop, was given, if you want to watch from Angela from Ghost, Ghost Mistress, her nephew was given a package by Sachs, who was the officer, you know, a crazy officer. Everybody wanted, wanted to die back and forth. Um, and it's something we don't know what it is. But I'm wondering if it's about Tommy because with Book Force picks up this week this year this this first one, people are starting to look into whether in Chicago this white boy, this mysterious white boy they're saying is Tommy Egan when New York is saying Tommy Egan's because remember Tommy they faked Tommy's death, Tyreek and Tommy, okay, and Tasha. So I it's, I feel like we're going to see, if we're going to see any crossover with uh, Tyreek and your boy and all them coming, it's going to probably be mid of power force, middle of power force or latent to power force, the season. I did not like the first episode, I will say that. There is something missing out of Power Book Force, and I can't figure out what it is for the life of me. I love, love, love Joseph Sikora. Joseph Sikora is a cold actor, okay? Everything he in is dope. But he just is so amazing with Tyreek and Tasha and Omar um, Omar Hardrick and stuff like that. I mean, he's a great actor anyway. But it's just I feel I like the guys, the two men. They got the two brothers they got him acting with. But... I just feel like there's something about the rest of the cast. There's something I don't know missing. Here's what I would say: You need the feel of, and I'm not I'm not uh, hyping up Lena Waits to shy, Okay, I'm not, because I haven't liked the shy in a few seasons. But I, I've been I watched it last the last episode. It wasn't bad. Okay, Uh, For this season But you need a feel of that A little bit with Tommy That character Tommy You need a little bit of that feel in there Like that shy is In my personal opinion I don't know Like the shy is You need a little bit of those characters Some of those characters from the side Like the ideal of some of those characters To undergird Chicago Here's what I feel about what y'all trying to do with Chicago. Y'all trying to make it more ethnically diverse than power, the power of the universe. You're trying like Tommy's love interest is already a Mexican girl from somewhere. I mean, we already see what y'all do. <clears throat> it doesn't feel shy like. I don't believe it. I, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't feel like Chicago and the gritty streets of Chicago. It's not it's not believable. Like you're sure I mean, I do believe there are probably upskilled gangsters there, Serbs and stuff like that. But Tommy functions, that character of Tommy Egan functions well in the hoods. And when we see the hoods, it just doesn't sit right. It doesn't feel Chicago-like, like like the shy does. I think they're missing that, and they don't know how to balance it. They don't know how to make it. Ethnically, ethnically diverse, but keeping the core of that urban black energy surrounding Tommy Ian. Okay, this is my personal opinion, <laughs> but it, it it'll just be interesting to see it going on uh, during the um, how it goes. You know, and and I'm I'm you know I'm a big Justice Girl fan, so I will support. I love Power Book Universe, so we'll see how it goes. Okay, uh. First ever Caribbean Music Awards held at Brooklyn's King's Theater. Wow, okay. This is nice, and people, I know they had, like, Wycliffe, John, I saw the opening, you know, people coming. And listen, I love this idea, but here's the thing. Okay, let me read that. First ever Caribbean Music Awards were held in Brooklyn on Thursday. The party started on the red carpet. Grammy Award winner and host Wyclef John and his dancers set the stage at King's Theater in Flatbush. It's a big movement. The first time that the Caribbean has decided to embrace each other, John said. The moment the Caribbean... At uh, this moment, the Caribbean deserves it. We deserve it, Artist Mr. Killer said. It's our time, right? Because the Caribbean, like, we came from, we've contributed so much. Think about that, right? The swag, the food, the fashion, the dance. John said,
0: okay.
1: The Niro Caribbean Awards brought some of the biggest names in reggae, dance, hall, compa, zouk, and soca music under the same roof. I'm glad that everybody could really come together and unite because that's, re- that's really it. All it's about the, at the end of the day, Unity, uh, reggae artist uh, Jada Kingdom said. It's also a reunion for some of the red carpet. I've been to a lot of wars, but this belongs to us, Jamaican, musician, Spice said. Hmm, interesting. Uh, the energy is beautiful. The ener- so the energy ain't beautiful when y'all at the Black American Award? <laughs> oh, we don't even call it that, though, do we? The Soul Train War? We don't, we don't call it that. But that's okay. I like the idea of a Caribbean award. Y'all, here's, I love that. I would watch it. I, I'd be, hey, I ain't mad at it. Here's my thing, though. Y'all might should hold it in the Caribbean. That would be dope. No, I'm not trying to be funny either. I ain't trying to be like this. I would have some more, some here sometime, and then I would go to the <clears throat> Caribbean because you are celebrating your Caribbean heritage. Right? So I would do, like, Jamaica. Or that's the only thing I thought was wrong. Like, you know, I know the Jamaicans looking at it like the Caribbean was and y'all ain't in the Caribbean? <laughs> or the, you know, the, or I the Bahamas or the, you know, somewhere else, you know. It just seems like it's the thing to do, right? Now, I'm not fooled by why all of this is happening, okay? I like it. I like the idea. I love. I think people can learn from every group, but I also understand globalism and what's going on here around or what's going on in the world today, okay? So, yeah, very interesting. Um, I would just say, yeah, it would be probably neat in the Caribbean, like to show us Caribbean heritage, what happens, not in America, because America is American heritage. Even though America has various groups, different groups and stuff like that, you can show from the the black Caribbean American and stuff like that. you can host it one year, but it'd be neat to see where the where the actual the actual places in which stuff derives that you're claiming you know just my opinion okay this is, hey, a little scrupulous. i'm a little Virgo moon today, I'm just Virgo mooning it up. <laughs> Okay, it's Virgo season. Why not, right? But interesting. Congratulations on the Caribbean Award, okay? Um, uh, let's see, what else we need to talk about. Um Okay, what else? We talked about the uh power for us, David. Uh, okay. So when I get back we're gonna get into this news. Neo Nazis have showed up in Orlando, okay? I mean, We'll talk about that, having a little meeting. I don't know what they were doing, okay? And then we got to talk about this uh, article that was out that says, the people who steal more than anybody, don't get offended. White women, white girls. Okay, we're gonna talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about Chicago residents getting upset about these migrants taking over their streets because what's happening is... They've got a lot of homelessness in Chicago. Most almost 70 to 80% of the homeless people in Chicago are black people. Okay, black American citizens. But they're shipping in migrants, putting them up in hotels that cost thousands of dollars, feeding people, and you're not taking care of your own people, America. You got to stop this. This is ridiculous. You cannot keep this is not a, a – a, 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 I love what I heard Yvette Cornell say this, this week. We are not a sanctuary country. What are y'all doing? Okay? So we're going to talk about all of that, and we're going to talk about uh, Eric Minya Child this week. Child, they're fire Erica Minya off of love and hip-hop for colorism statements. Now, I'm going to explain to y'all – while I wouldn't have been offended, I mean, I always don't, I never like when somebody calls somebody a monkey because, that's, you know, that's a, usually in America it's always been about race. It's been a dig, or undercurrent of race. I'm always willing to give somebody the benefit of the doubt <clears throat> when they say it if they don't have a history of colorism. The problem is, is that a lot of people feel that Erica Aminia has had a history of these type of little things, okay? So we're going to talk about that, and I'm going to talk about, too, we're going to come back to that Sabrina thing, and what I'm going to say, you probably need to watch out, folks. <laughs> okay? So we're going to talk about that, and a whole lot more when we get back. Meanwhile... Okay, what did I say? I said I wanted, y'all, I wanted to play y'all a song, but I didn't, I didn't upload it. What song was I talking about playing y'all? I forgot. I'll try to think about it on the break, okay? I don't remember. It was a song. It was a song. Dang it. Was it
0: serious?
1: I don't know what I was going to play y'all. I had just mentioned a song. Y'all know how I'll be getting out here. I guess I'll be talking and I forget the song I was going to have y'all uh I was going to, let me see if I got it, hold on, let me see if I, it wasn't London, October, uh, oh my goodness, we'll remember, we'll try to, I don't know, I have to remember, uh, it was a song I wanted to play for y'all, I, I will try to remember it on the break, okay, and try to see if I can uh, pull it up, all right, it wasn't him though, I don't think it was him, We'll figure it all out, out, okay? All right, meanwhile, here's Janet spending time. It's the CC show. I'll be back in a moment, y'all, okay? Yeah. and that song that I used to play on here by her uh, all the time one of my favorite songs by Algebra. uh um oh my goodness and i i i forget the name of the uh um y'all yeah, know how will be forgetful. I forget the name of the song but if i find it i'm gonna i'm gonna play it that's what I wanted to play that's what I was thinking about when i was when I was talking about uh, I was that's, just what I, that's what I was talking about. I just I just didn't. No, I was like, yes. I got nobody but you. Yes, that's one of my. That is that is the song. Okay. So yeah, if I like could find that, I might play it. Okay. Okay, hold on. Y'all sing it in the sound. Hold on. Okay, let me try to get the sound. Can y'all hear? Let me see. What about now? Hold on. Okay, y'all, we're gonna take a little tech we're gonna have a technical little break. Okay, so let me while while I'm doing getting my sound right, I'm gonna take a quick break here. Let me see, I'm doing a little testing on the on the thing. So let's
2: see if we can work.
1: Can y'all hear? Okay. Alright, so I think that's a better with the sound, so I don't have to take no break. But it was algebra. I know what it uh, uh what song it was. But if I don't have it this time I'll play it for y'all next week or something or whatever, okay? All right, so let's get into this hot topics and uh everything. Um, child. What are we talking about? We got we have these uh people who are showing up in um Orlando Nazis this week, okay? Um let me close this up, is it? Okay, this is from NBC News. It said, neo-Nazi groups spew hate outside Disney World, okay, and near Orlando officials say, okay. Groups of neo-Nazis, white supremacists spread anti-Semitic, white supremacist, anti-LGBTQ messages outside of Disney World and the nearby Orlando area on Saturday in the latest examples of rising anti-Semitism in the U.S. officials say. A group, oh, Lord, now everything going to be, child, I ain't trying to be funny, but Lord, y'all get hypersensitive about that <clears throat> about stuff and now it's gonna be crazy, it's gonna be Anything somebody says so will be considered crazy. But it says a group of about fifteen people wearing clothing and bearing flags emblazoned with Nazi insignia demonstrated outside the entrance to the Disney Spring shopping center, according to Orange County Sheriff's Office. He said deputies were dispatched to the scene around ten forty AM. According to anti defamation League, a civil rights organization dedicated to countering extremism participants carry anti-Semitic, white supremacist, and anti-LGBTQ flags and signs. The group consisted of members of the neo-Nazi groups, Order of the Black Fund, Aryan uh, Freedom Network, and 14 First, a now disbanded group that has been absorbed into the National Socialist, Socialist Movement, okay, the largest neo-Nazi group. In the U.S., according to AEO. extremists dissipated after about two hours in Norbert's We're only east 15. Y'all made it sound like it was out of PTO. Yeah, representatives for Walt Disney World did not respond to requests for comment Saturday afternoon. The iconic theme park has been embroiled in controversy this year, garnering criticism for abolition, its diversity, equity, and inclusion programs earlier this month, facing a legal challenge from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis an encounter and encountering backlash. And Disney devotees uh, for closing its famous Splash Mountain ride in January due to its incorporation of characters from 1946 film Son of the South*, which fe- featured racist stereotypes. You know, here's the thing: I'm always scary, scared of America when they start trying to erase their past. Like, oh, we don't want to play that because they'll act. Because what happened is they'll act like 20 years from now, they never was racist. Like, I never have been for them taking down racist statues of people who were racist and stuff, because I want people, America to remember its past. And when you start taking down something, some, don't do this, don't do this, then you're doomed to repeat it, because people in America will try to erase that history, in my personal opinion. But these dudes, listen, I know everybody's saying it's anti-Semitic, days out here spewing anti-Semitic, but Right now, we the ones getting our asses. I mean, they coming into the dollar generals and the churches. And, I mean, it's, so when I tell y'all, when they feel like they're losing their country, start getting crazy out here. I tell y'all, I told y'all, I'm not surprised about this whatsoever, okay? Uh, and, but it wasn't but about 15 of them, okay? I thought y'all had about 40 of them, 50 of them, 100 of them uh, I at can't, least. I can't take this here. Okay, so, I mean, you know. But they said they said they were chanting, uh, we're all over. So that's kind of scary. Maybe those were the grand rivers or something like that. Okay, we're all over. That's this, this scary. Are they saying they got seal roots or whatever, you know? All right. Okay. So, you know, I'm sure the FBI, well, uh, hopefully they are, you know, looking out for what's going on. Okay? But um, let's see here. What else we need to talk about? I got my other article up. Okay, listen to this article that was in Wealthy Living, according to MSN. Privileged white girls steal more than anyone else, and black people are often falsely accused, says a lot of people agree. And, hey, this is a story by Brian's Gress. And is some of the biggest clips all around. The video started with Alicia introducing herself and saying, I will say this once and I will say it again, it's like this I guess is some TikTok her or something. But upper middle class teenage white girls are some of the biggest kleptos around. Wow. I remember now this article, I ain't said it. let you live it. Yeah. Um, she recalled a college consumer behavior class discussion where she mentioned buying something at a store even if she didn't want it to avoid looking like she had stolen something. Okay, um this is one they said Uh, Her professor reassured her, but Alyssa candidly retorted, Babe, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but I'm the profile, the black girl in the class. Okay? So they're saying, drawing attention to the prevalence of surveillance cameras and makeup sections that targeted Walmart, uh, Alyssa's challenged stereotypes and theft. She also shared an eye-opening high school experience where she joined the cheer squad and shopping with uh, new friends, and unwittingly witnessed multiple girls still in underwear. I'm going to tell you all this. I used to work retail. I used to manage retail. I used to manage retail stores, okay? Um, yes. I'm the stereotype. I can't argue with it, okay? And oftentimes, like, Steven uh, games is one of the things I was, one of the reasons I was hired is because this particular store had a lot of theft. And so I was kind of like to the, the calm down my my management style was to kind of can't calm down the death and destroy we did okay it was great because you you, there's ways you do that right but the thing about that is a lot of times people don't pay attention to white people and so a lot of times they will use these like these professional boosters and stuff will use white women particularly because nobody pays attention to them and they come in there and steal you out of house one of the See, when I came to this particular store manager, they had stole a whole, a white woman has stole a whole rack of panties from the front. I was like, how could you not see that? But part of the reason why they couldn't see is because, you know, in stores, it's hard to do it nowadays. Back when I was doing it, it wasn't as hard to do it. It's just about scheduling and stuff like that. But stores have zones especially retail boutiques and stuff like that. And it's always good to have a person in every zone if you can, you know, to stop if, if Once you have somebody's attention, like all my girls, they uh, people need to say, hi, how are you doing when they came in? They make sure they recognize people, make sure they went up to people, ask them for help, and that it was always somebody in each zone. They tried to be. If you were off that zone, then somebody would come up and kind of help you or something like that if you had enough people. You, most of the time, I try to have enough people because I was trying to counteract that. So, uh, so I mean, that's one of the things you just gotta. You, you, I mean, but they, they do that typically because most people will pay attention to black people. But I will say that most of the people that I had coming in feeling was young white girls. Mm-mm, true, 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 true. Hate to say that. Okay, and some older white ones because you would never suspect it. Mm-hmm. And, and we weren't, they weren't allowed to stop the people, and I didn't tell, tell nobody to stop. I just knew who it was, who, who was doing it, and you'd be on them from the moment they come into the store, like the moment they came into the store, a moment. And I remember they were one time, in this particular store I was in, they were one time concerned about this, because uh, I had I had a lot of the uh Transsexual dudes and stuff would come in the shop when I was in there because I let you use the fitting room, but I would have to block out other women. But I knew to, I had my guys that I knew cause they, so they could try on their clothes and stuff like that. So I blocked the fitting room for about, you know, 10 or 15 minutes to allow that person to try on stuff and stuff. But sometimes people were suspicious and think they were, but it wasn't them. It was actually people suspicion because it was a man dressed as a woman too much like but most of the time it was regular little young white girl coming there, little stuff they see her earrings, jewelry and they be having money too <laughs> like they buy stuff right like they that lady said but they would uh they would uh uh they would they would be mostly diseased okay while you paying attention to the black person in the store or the transsexual in the store they was robbing okay so i would have... <laughs> So, but, but that, that, but I understood, I knew that. So, but it says these incidents and antidotes from other users users align with Alyssa's belief that white upper class, uh, middle class teenagers are, are commonly associated with death. Um, While acknowledging that not all black teenagers steal, Alyssa emphasized the need to drop negative stereotypes and treat everyone equally. Uh, she highlighted the double standard where white shoppers might be perceived as home harmless, making it easier for them to go unnoticed while stealing. In contrast, innocent black teenagers um, and others face false accusations. Okay, um, The uh, viral video sparked agreement among TikTok users who shared similar stories of witnessing or annoying about such I knew that because I worked in the, one of those stories. It simply happened. I seldom had black like thieves that so I had to work, watch out for. Who were pros, okay? And the, some of the ways they would do it, like they would be distracting sales, people. <laughs> like they have more like it'd be they'll have one person with them, like another little girl, and she be she be taking the stuff. That's always how I would know. She be taking the the little sales girl all around the way to get little clothes, but meanwhile her friend be over there stealing stuff, right? So I keep I pass somebody on both. <laughs> hey, you, you need help with Because once one let you left that You tapped that other one run around It was somebody else coming over at you But that's, if you really want to stop There, now those, I've been in a store When they have done them game things years ago Like them group things, a, a little thing They were so unprofessional, I'm going to tell you the truth I was in a, a little uh, boutique store And I used to work, manage one of these little boutique stores too uh a hood, them hood was like rainbow and stuff like that, and they was tough. They was tough, let me tell you. You had to be tough to work in. Listen. And part of one of the things I did with them with theft, I made them clean the floor. Because the floor it was what would happen with theft they had too much stuff on the floor. Like some of those stores, the reason why they get so much stuff is they got too much product on the floor. So you you, you, you only need five six or seven things out there. So I made my store always with me because I made people, like, you clean the floor. The floor should not be, you know, you shouldn't have 20 shirts out here. It's looking like It's looking like a thrift store or something like that. But they come in them stores and still, the ones I've seen, them things where the smash and grab, I saw one happen one time. Me and my grandma was in a store. And we knew. We we knew. We could see. We could see they, what they was doing. But the little people, and they weren't paying no attention. The girls was behind the counter talking and laughing. They just. They weren't even paying no attention. They shoot. Next thing you know, they was running out. They had time. Car hadn't even pulled up. <laughs> and it, it was pulled up like two minutes
0: late. I said, yeah, they just been
1: sitting around the coat. I mean, they was gone. But here's the thing. A lot of the what you're seeing, and to me, in my personal opinion, like stores like Nordstrom and stuff like that, those are professional. And you don't know whether they white or black. I know they all wearing black. That's to denote blackness. Okay. And some of them might be But for the most part, those are they we have no black hoodies and all that stuff. So you don't know who they are, but they probably are professional. And it makes me suspicious. I, this is Carlotta one on one. I'm not saying this is true. This is just my conspiracy theory. A lot of these stores, these big high end retail stores, are probably not selling a lot of products. I hope y'all ain't doing no insurance fraud. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, no. My eyebrow went up. I was like, hmm, all these smash and grabs at these high-end stores in these hard times, okay? Because ain't that that covered by insurance? Do you ever catch them? them? Because they look professional. I've seen little hood smash and grabs, okay? Mm Uh-uh. So I don't know. I ain't saying I ain't blaming nobody. I'm just saying I'm like it's just Carlotta's real conspiracy theory in my head. Okay? So yeah, but it, you that often is very true. Sometimes the thief is who you least suspect. Okay, who you least suspect? Um, what else we got to talk about out here? Okay, uh, I see. want to talk. Chicago residents, child, are up. About the migrant situation They say it is getting out of control In Chicago I mean listen I don't know if we As American people Just pay enough attention To what is going on I, I just I just think Americans have to come To something sad because we're so In some sense fault That sometimes we need to have something crazy happen for us to be like dang wait a minute here you know just to start understanding politics and appreciating things it's just crazy but this is according to chicago uh, dot com. it says i am absolutely livid kenwood residents decry plan to turn a hotel into migrant shelter the lakeshore hotel where some migrants were housed this spring will begin taking up to 300 asylum seekers okay um it says, Kenwood residents passionately voiced their concerns over the city's plan to turn Lakeshore Hotel into, in the Southside neighborhood into a shelter for asylum seekers during an often contentious community meeting Wednesday. Fifth Ward, all Desmond, Yancey frequently urged the standing room only crowd at the prom- promontory in Hyde Park to let others talk and refrain from shouting. I know we all got some real tough feelings about what's going on. I'm just asking everybody to have a respectful conversation because it's going to be really hard for us to get information. Nancy told the attendees that some of some yelled of out questions and comments as the meetings got underway. And here's the thing. They're taking people in. A lot of them are men. A lot of them, you don't know who they are. You don't know what their background is. You don't know what they came from. It's crazy. It, it, it's just wild the way that you says The a, a city plans Kenwood Hotel, uh, Yancey said, it previously housed over 100 migrants in the spring, which is why it's being considered again as a temporary shelter. The plan is in response to the ballooning number of migrants sleeping at various locations across the city. Notice Kamala Harris and Joe Biden ain't here ish, okay? Around 1,500 people are sleeping at police stations and airports waiting for shelter space to open. Since August 2022, more than 13,500 immigrants have arrived in Chicago. That is too many. About 6,500 are spread among 16 shelters. The number of arrivals is only expected to grow as buses carrying migrants from Texas continue to reach Chicago. The city also plans to turn uh, a former Marine Corps' facility in the North Park into a shelter, but they've left homeless people on the street. In California, they have whole homeless uh, communities that they have not done anything about, and you're taking people who broke the law, and you're giving them food and shelter, and you're giving them places to stay. You're putting them on the the American uh, probably system, of 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 welfare food, and I, how what the hell is going on? But it's hard for us to even be taken care of. Residents at the meeting said they were concerned about trash piling up around the hotel, potential diseases that migrants might bring with them, and proper bedding of those staying in, at the hotel. Others also wonder whether children in will would receive proper educational services. Officials were also criticized for not notifying residents about the plan. Yeltsin, told them that he called the meeting as soon as he found out about it last week. Many expressed, and a lot of them are being put in black neighborhoods to complete for goods, services, and jobs. They know this. They know this is going to cause heck. These, these, elite, these politicians and elites know this is going to cause anger. This is going to cause people to be more upset, people to think, they are being treated because the way you're treating the way you're doing is handling it is not good but it says a uh, kenwood resident dorothy Dorsey was saying she lives across the street from the hotel brassy nancy and other city officials at the meeting for their plans i am absolutely livid livid you all are so hypocritical i live right across the street from that hotel back when they when they were in there in the spring they would come they would be on our line on our benches I'm walking around the building. What do I walk upon? Three men urinating on the building, Lewis said. I don't want them there. Take them someplace else or send them back to Venezuela. I don't care where they go. This is wrong. 73% of the people uh, uh, homeless in the the city are black people. What have you done for them, Lewis, as giant claps and cheers for some of the crowd. What are you doing for thousands of black children who are not in school? After hearing the shouting and a similar rhetoric from some of the crowd, Vasquez, Chair of the City Council committee on immigrant and refugee rights said residents were playing into the hands of those seeking to divide black and brown communities by sending the buses to the city. Please, there is no black and brown community. That's bullshit. Okay. Uh, and it's an intentional attack on the city of Chicago to get us divided, Vasquez says, listening to some claps. They don't want to see successful a successful Democratic Party. They don't want to see the president reelected. They want to see Chicago look like a disaster. Listen, these people know exactly what they're doing. It is common sense that you you need to be able to vet people when they're coming into your country. That's why you have laws. That's why you have immigration laws. But I told y'all the name of the game is No Borders, Globalism, No Borders. And you cannot sustain a work, You will have ethnos against ethnos. You will have more people getting angry. You will have all kinds of things because people see unfair treatment being happen, happening. When you coming in, people it'd be a lot of these a lot of these people migrants be coming in and be grown ass men, and you treating them and giving them housing and stuff, and you ain't been treating the people in your own country like that. You are going to create a ugly situation, and you know this. But that's what they want. Are they out of chaos? I tell y'all what these people believe. I've already said that these are some crazy people, and they feel like they want to replace you. Black people. This is what happens. This is y'all. This is what happens when you get scared you start getting scared of them throwing out racial crap. You gotta understand the Democrats. That's what they what immediately the is They like they don't want to see a winning Democratic Party. I'm like, well. Uh, don't talk to us about a women's democratic party. Talk to your people, because your people vote 30 to 40 percent for uh, for the other part. Black people, we're just not the smart ones voting at 90 percent for uh, 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 Democrats. Latinos don't even roll like that. Latinos don't even you, – you should hear some Latinos be talking about against illegal immigration. It's a lot of them. Thing. So because they're first of all Latino is not a race, but there are groups of people with a, a Latin Latin cult from a cult Latin cultures, and they 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 will vote. Cubans down in Florida, they vote conservative. Catholic Mexicans, thirty percent. Hey, they trying to tell you. Don't don't let them divide us. No, baby, we already we already divided. <laughs> you are your people don't support the Democratic Party. I'm trying to get my people to stop. because okay? they getting sold down the river. It's ridiculous. Sad in Chicago. And sounds to like Chicago people. Keep fighting this stuff. This is ridiculous. So that's that's crazy. Okay, uh, and they don't create anger and habits, okay? just my personal opinion, right? Let's talk about Erica Minya, child. Okay, because we got to talk about Erica Minya. Okay, this week, Love and Hip watch I don't watch Love and Hip Hop that much. I may catch it every blue moon, okay? But y'all know Erica Minya is an unhinged Scorpio, okay? Erica is in her Scorpion state, okay? When we are in the square, really, they, the really they say the, the zodiac sign that we really should be, we're we're really representative of the phoenix. Okay, that's why a lot of people say watch when you watch the show, the phoenix, the uh, the Marvel, the Marvel, uh, the DC comic of the the girl who was the phoenix, uh, or the dark phoenix or whatever. They say that's very scorpion, a very scorpion archetype. Right? Because remember, at first, she's trying to control her power and it's all out of control and she's anything, she attacks anything and everything. That's the Scorpio in its lower nature. And then when she gets her power under control and learns how to control her power, she becomes the Phoenix. Right? That's really the Scorpion architect is to become the Phoenix, not to stay the Scorpion. The Scorpion is gritty. Okay? And the, uh, the, you're supposed to be the Eagle and then the Phoenix. Right? So that's our archetype. as a sign, right? We we transformative. We're supposed to transform from the scorpion to the phoenix to the eagle to the phoenix. Okay, uh, those are our archetypes. But Erica Mania is down here. She's that out of control scorpion in the Marvel comic. What's the DC comic? What's not Marvel? The Marvel comic. What's the uh, what's the show? The the what's the, the I forget the words the new mutant. <laughs> the mutant one, okay? She's that when, when her power is
0: unchecked.
1: She gets angry. She gets quick and angry fast. Oh, Erica, wow. Thanks. For Erica is a true scorpion in the gritty sense, okay? Uh, it says a con- controversial episode of Loving Hip Hop. Atlanta has a lot of people talking. This is according to com. It says a confrontation on the show between Erica Menia and Spice lit the internet on fire, okay? During an on-air verbal spat. Ice told Air Comedian that her son does not like his own mother. The comment led Mina to flipping over a table at the blue-haired Jamaican vampire artist. Security officers attempted to break up the fight. Has Love and Hip Hop uh, Atlanta co-star Shakina, Shakina Joe tried to get uh, uh, both women to stop? Mina, okay, let me see. Who's it um, Yeah, hold on, I lost my article here. And I wish I had. I don't know if I had the video or the – I don't know if I got video down here. But okay. It says, uh, uh, Minya, who was Puerto Rican and, Dominic, uh, and Dominican ancestry, then took aim at Spice by using a racially insensitive insult. Um, okay. and say That bitch should have died, King Erica Minya. Spice fired back. Your son hates you, bitch. Minion could then be your hell, and you monkey, you fucking blue monkey. Many online commenters pointed out that calling a black person a monkey has a long history of losing in racism that cause other celebrities to lose their jobs. For example, in 2018, ABC Roseanne Barr, for referring to former U.S. government official Valerie J. as senator of the Apes, Erica Minion's blue monkey trap back angered a large section of online fans. However, Spice also received backlash for mentioning Minion's tap which she shouldn't okay that was wrong and she got that because she's good friends with uh safari safari probably was telling a little business and you shouldn't have been telling it to a woman that wasn't <laughs> and she went too far okay but erica calling a black woman of, of dark skin a monkey calling any black woman a monkey is insulting but specifically uh black because that that's been a history of that okay and it says uh Uh, But they're saying that Erica, people say Erica has been problematic before, okay, and a lot of people was asking uh, um, Mona Scott to handle the situation about what was going on. Uh, And this is, it's it's one person put, uh, this is a very interesting article on Refinery29.com. It says, Dear Erica Menia, you can't co-opt black culture and hate black women. Uh, and then they talk about uh, this isn't the first time we've seen non-black Latinos who may claim Afro-Latin, Latin, Latin, Latin ads at convenience, called dark-skinned women, unambiguously black women, and anti-black slur in public form. It's it's a signature and age-old move. In 2015, Nia herself reportedly called club promoters, Black Monkeys, after not showing up, okay, after not showing up to a scheduled nightclub appearance. Similar in 2019, self-professed Afro-Latina Evelyn Legada did something similar to her basketball wife, cast athlete Ogam OG Shinju, using a monkey dick to describe her on Instagram and repeatedly referring to her looks, okay? In many of these public displays of anti-blackness, the conflict tension on a black man Picking the unambiguously black woman over the so-called exotic non-black woman. Okay, these are common tactics, and I mean other amb- unambiguous black women have experienced at the hands of non-black Latinos, including Miss M- 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 and light-skinned racially ambiguous self-proclaimed Afro-Latinas. And many of these non- uh, non-black latinas use the categorization of Afro-Latina uh, to get has a get-out-of-jail car for when they co-opt blackness. It's co-opting black Americanists, okay? Um, to me, you just shouldn't be using certain terms and anything anyway if you knew anything about the race. But you come over here and you try to mimic black Americans and stuff like that, but then you secretly hate and shit. Are you, and you hate, or you hate, you have, because a lot of times they have, colorism is all over the world, right? But, these people, a lot of times from these, especially in Dominican situations and stuff like that, will have colorist, very extreme colorist situa- uh, uh, issues, okay? And I've seen this a lot among Latin. The reason why Erica got called out because Erica has had a problem with calling people black monkey promoters and all that stuff and shit like that. And then I just heard somebody was saying Jocelyn said something crazy, calling somebody a roach. See, those are little terms. You use for darker black skin, darker black women, and stuff like that. And that shit is just, and a lot of it's, a lot of black people are getting upset today because Scrappy came on and tried to defend her, but a lot of people will defend that shit. There's nothing nothing defensive about colorism, and you like it's just like that one girl who used to go with Joe Button Santana. She had some color. She who used to go with her too. She was going with Erica Menia, think Santana or something. Who had was talking about black men picking Latinos seeing a little color shit right um constant ugly okay and a lot and black women do not that is nothing to play we do not play that my grandma and my great-grandma and my grandma before her on both my sides were dark-skinned women okay we come from dark-skinned women there is no way we're gonna let you be sitting up here trying to uh, say call people monkeys and names or whatever the fuck you think you got to do. Hey, that's just ridiculous because you think you got. And Erica been looking. Erica looks more like the crazy person right now without that plastic surgery she's been had. she, I mean, she was beautiful person. She looks like her face has been looking strange, like calling somebody a monkey and so, stuff. You know I understand why she was mad, but that's ridiculous. And I'm glad Mona Scott nipped it in the butt. Okay, Mona let her go for a season. Now, I'm not for anybody being all the way canceled, okay? But I am for her learning her lesson because she's had a problematic history, they say, of this, okay? But it says, a statement regarding Erica being fired from Love & Hip Hop, the Love & Hip Hop franchise has never shied away from hard conversations in our community. Working hand-in-hand with our partners' viewers will see the impact of Erica Mina's remarks play out, out in the final three episodes of the season. Uh effective immediately she will not appear on the next season of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Now Mona Scott, you know you always have this ignorance so Let me by the way remind you that Mona Scott is a patient you No know offense, I ain't trying to get that y'all for minute. But sometimes we y'all be having, y'all we be getting to blame for love and hip hop and stuff and be people other people producing it. And sometimes we uh, even we don't understand own, the history of black America and all this stuff and how we look on T V and all that love and hip hop has been a while. <laughs> crazy ass uh form, okay? I haven't seen it in years. So I, I, I realized it was it was messing my brain cells up. I had to stop. But Mona Scott, you knew that that she was calling her that monkey on air, uh uh before before that air. You could have missed that in a bit early, but I she knew it was gonna cause controversy. I'm glad she did it anyway. It's time to handle that because that is there's a lot of women who run off of who run off of light skin privilege. And there is a privilege to being like them. No, I ain't going to lie about that. That's 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 true. If you grew up in Notre in saying you could see it. But that don't make you uh, pretty. That don't make it, cause you light. I've seen some ugly like I okay? I've seen ugly people all over in all colors and forms and stuff like that. But to think you're better than somebody. Because you're a light is just fucking ridiculous. It's just crazy. And to be saying that little monkey stuff and thinking nobody ain't can't see that shit what you doing. Tell what you what you have the little uh uh little shit you be throwing out, okay? And speaking of colorism, Maxwell, Okay. You better be glad they ain't got you yet. And when they ain't seen it. No care for... You know this is cancellation culture. Now the sister, the girl did apologize, okay? but one of the women that you got on your your, that they've been talking about colorism. Sabrina Carlyle is another one who got busted a few years ago, saying slick shit. On her little a little separate, she made a separate Twitter account. <laughs> she made a fucking separate Twitter account. Now this happened about five years ago. But that, that I saw them chicks with cutting see my friend hit me up and said, Did you see uh uh-uh, uh 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 I didn't know uh-uh. you, uh uh you look at his page where I was like, Okay, I'm well, gonna look at it. I go over there and look at it. And I see the women saying, Sabrina, though, Sabrina. So I'm like, what happened? What happened? And one of my friends said, I think you might even hit on a story about this, that chick, too, a few years ago. I said, I may have, and I just don't remember her because she's she not of that significance for me to remember. No offense. No shade from the com, It says, Sabrina Collier admits and apologizes for racist comments against black women. Huh? A 21-year-old singer-songwriter admitted to creating a Twitter account See, it's been a lot of uh, these Latino girls doing this stuff. Not all, but a lot of them. Some of them. A Twitter account to degrade, downplay, and troll Black women. Before Cardi career got started, it may have suffered a huge blow in an era where women in power is at its all-time high and will continue to grow. The unraveling senior fails to live by that model. Using her fake Twitter handle, she had a fake. She had a fake Twitter handle. She made distasteful comments about black women. It must such to be a black girl with no booze, said Claudia, uh, actress, Amanda, uh, said Claudio. Actress Amanda sister took t- Twitter to denounce Claudio and her other racist remarks about our black queen. But how you, this Amanda feels, not that I'm a big Amanda feels fan. She's she cool, but not, you know. I, I, mean, I disagree with Amanda a lot. But it says, but how you... Make a whole Twitter account just to shit on black women while you simultaneously make music that emita- emulates black women. Hell, oh, these chicks is wild out here, man. Claudia O rose to fame over the past year after her singles from "Raven Ebron." You, this happened. This is happening. When did this happen? What year did this happen in? Two thousand eighteen. Okay. Uh. 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 Number two, Billboard Twitter Immersion has, an artist. Claudia has yet to work with any black women. I think now she has Alicia Keys and them try to come through and be Captain Savior Ho and all that stuff. I think she did that. Uh, Claudia released a saving the pot, but nobody's cared. Nobody know her enough to care. <laughs> That's what's happening. That's what's happening. He actually does some good music, though. But nobody's known her enough to care. But I'm about to give a warning signal. Okay? Now, seems like the chick apologized. But a motherfucker who make a whole Twitter account, nah, that's facts. To do, cause I think she just apologized, cause she got caught, and she's like, shit. I just been not to say nothing about it. I might keep my shit to myself. <laughs> but see, let me tell you something, Maxwell. You got to be careful, cause you know you the same dude they was accusing. <laughs> you know, black women was mad too a few years ago. I got friends that still won't won't deal with Maxwell. They say, uh-uh, 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 when he put out them white women on his thing, and, and when they tell you let the Lithuanians buy your tickets, that was my favorite one. That is never going to be that funny. Two things that will never not be funny in the Maxwell era of things. Let the Lithuanians, when y'all was married, he was dating that the, the Lithuanian model, and he's posting them, on <laughs> my favorite one is let the Lithuanians buy your tickets. And my second favorite is when Maxwell said, "We'll see when he was arguing with somebody about his album went brick or something. It was something crazy." Girl said, and he said, "Check the numbers, bitch." Those are my two favorite Maxwell uh, Twitter beefs ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Twitter beef quotes.
0: <laughs>
1: Check the numbers, bitch, and uh, uh, <laughs> that's uh little too Hello, guys. Black well, let me just say this, okay? When I heard it, I was like, Ugh, wait a minute! You know you got a big black female fan base. Did you think about it? Because <laughs> you, you, even though it's a very few, it's a little, it's a tiny little group that's saying shit, just <laughs> because they don't know her enough." To be like you know, but you know, I'm here's my thing. Okay, you made a whole other Twitter. I don't know if I'm ready to be acceptable. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a whole, and like she had a whole separate Twitter accounts <laughs> to say shit, allegedly. So it's like, did you did you apologize that your shit got busted? And if you knew, because my this, this is my whole thing is. If you knew Maxwell or your people knew about this little controversy about Sabrina and it so happens that Erica Comenia happens to be a big thing right now. And they're starting to call out other anti Latino like people like Evelyn Lozada and others like that. Even though they did that stuff a long time ago, people are starting to re say this. <laughs> It's funny how you got Sabrina Claudia on your boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is going on? I mean, damn! Did y'all make her do the uh, like the LGBTQ community and the and the and the, and the Jewish community do? You know they make people go when they when they do say they're anti-Semitic stuff. Uh, you say L- anti-LGBTQ community. You have to go like on an apology tour. Like, did she go on an apology tour? I don't think I care because I did not even know who she was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm talking. I'm causing shit, huh? This is this old podcast. Not nobody listen to it, but a few people. Still, my people. Okay, it won't get out there up, but some girls is already noticing it, okay? And let me explain to you something, here, okay? Don't let the Pierce Malone's in the world hit it. Oh, no, no, Pierce Malone will drain. <laughs> she won't go. She won't go. I'm not saying this is my personal opinion. I love Mr. Pierce Malone, but I'm just saying she would do, okay? She won't get invested. You're gonna put her on a cruise where you get you get a lot of black women coming to your cruise and you you're known what Maxwell's known is not to be a color. Maxwell's had all kinds of different colors of women in his videos and stuff like that. Shout out to him, okay? But y'all know had y'all done had some little run in with Max. we don't know about cup about race. <laughs> And that's why I'm just wondering, like, why? Who in hell put Serena probably on the team? Who who, who thought it was a good idea? At least right now. At least they don't know her enough to check check it out. Like they don't know her enough. And, and you probably thought, well, Alicia Keys did something where she 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 so she's sorry for it. Don't nobody anybody paying on to Alicia. This could be problem, problematic. <laughs> It worked for me when I first heard like, 'cause I said she made a whole t, t-, t- so where would be in their mind to put a uh, her they tried to sneak her the fuck in. Like you try to sneak her the fuck in, that's what it feels like, right? When you try to sneak her the fuck in, like when people find them you know, so this is real militant black women and be like, Oh, so you try to sneak that shit in, huh? <laughs> is that how you feel? You gotta so you gotta help her on the on the on the on the boat who made a whole Twitter account. The shit on black women and she only apologized after her ass got found out. Oh don't no, there's some black women out there gonna chad i am d I'ma tell you like I said to what I said for the what's them of the city girls when I said they better hope Fox didn't find that video of them, that little ten year old throwing money at stripper. My well <laughs> You yeah, had hopefully the bigger bloggers don't discover <laughs> why wow, all this and stuff is out right now. No, no, no. Why? Why they revisited non-black Latino women, same uh, celebrities, same racist? Because Erica Menia, she too, I think she be too Erica Menia. Erica Menia started all that drama back up again. So it's like the talk of the it's a it's a big talk right now. <laughs> Everybody's talking about stuff. So hopefully Maxwell will be able to still keep it under the radar. You be able to put her in there and let her see her little fuzz at the at the cruise. <laughs> and hopefully not nobody discovered it. <laughs> you better hope. <laughs> uh, who else?
0: Who else is out here? You
1: better hope. Who else? Who else, who else is? There? Who else? Pierce Milan. <laughs> Oh, get a, a note that you got her on that cruise <laughs> where you service the majority black
0: women.
1: I hope not. I'm being nice. I still don't like the shit. Even though, because I'm a person who believes in people having second chances, even though I don't believe she, she, she. but it did disturb me that she made a whole fucking Twitter account. And only the apology was on me after a funky ass guy got caught. And see, I don't care about celebrities doing songs. Black celebrities, women doing songs. We we're trying to see she okay. Mm-mm. Okay, they'll do anything. Okay, I, it just disturbs me. And then you, it's like I try to put her under the radar. But we weren't paying. You we don't really know who she is, so that's why. <laughs> you better hope. I am putting out here because it seems kind of crazy to not, I don't know, not confront it. I don't know what you do because it was in 2018. But they bringing up shit from Evelyn, Nevada. And rightfully so. I mean, it's no joke to be tolerant and racist. Now I am for, I am not for complete cancellation. Don't get me wrong, and ladies, don't think I'm taking it lightly. Colorism, because you know, yeah, people are saying, kind because you like, no, I don't take colorism lightly. I was raised by a woman who is dark dark-skinned and taught me not to play that shit with nobody. Okay, that is bullshit. Okay, and women are beautiful all across the, the board. Okay, in different races, colors, and everything. And I know how tough uh, life can be on my darker sister. So I do not take it lightly whatsoever. I joke and everything else. But I don't like that bullshit when people be doing that shit trying to. uh, And I don't like it when people used to do that to me when I was here. Oreo and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, but nothing was to me. I mean light skinned women would get sometimes harassed with little stuff, but nothing like dark skinned women would take stuff horrible. I would, I I would have to. I mean, it was there were times in school I would just be like, "What the hell?" Like people would say some of the damnedest things. Colorism is a was a is a real thing in our and it hasn't made any good things. But to have people outside of some of and they a denim is a real trip. okay? And then you try to change. I'm Latina <laughs> after you say some shit is wow. Well, for I'm just saying it for Maxwell because I noticed. I just noticed this this week. I didn't know about it because I didn't know. I don't think nobody knows enough to care. And maybe ain't nobody paying enough attention to your crews to say, is that think that's the one who said, it. wait a minute. Cause I'm just telling you, I'm just giving y'all. I'm just giving. I got to watch you, y'all.
0: got to watch you. <laughs>
1: <to> <laughs> they will be out here ready. Kelsey, you get back here. They will be out here questioning everything. Okay, they be Are you taking up? I can see it right here <laughs> For non-Latina, uh, 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 what's uh, what They will pull them tweets of them Black History tweets. <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of apple? Did y'all see? Sabrina in there on us? Oh Lord! And what it it, it is? Is it is it what, is it justice that it that has the Sabrina get sneaked in there on the cruise? The whole Erica minion shit just blows up. <laughs> Man, I'm be praying for you. Okay, I'm be praying for you. I pray it all works out. <laughs> I, just didn't, I just thought I'd bring it up. Because I was sitting up here going, damn. I remember I, I even wrote one of my, some of my friends. I'm like, oh, did you read? They're like, what? Oh. Like, you still going to I'm like, well, she did say it back in 2018. They're like, nah, that's some shit right there. She had a whole fucking other Twitter account. See, that's what everybody was saying. She, she made a separate account. <laughs> and then when she got busted, then she's like, I'm sorry, I I was not I was learning. <laughs> it says this is a two thousand eighteen this article when it said maybe Claudia can bounce back from this, but it will take a long time to receive support from black women in the industry as well. And don't look like that is in the industry. Oh, no, they were supporting her in the industry. Until then, Claudia, music is to be turned away from turntables and many, uh, and this was in 2018, okay? So I must say, since we're talking about that, I thought I'd bring that up. And it did really make me look at things very differently. About that, I, I was like, and I'm, 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 I'm okay with forgiveness. The thing is, it's just, is just, it's just weird that, like, when I don't hear no apology to it, but I don't know if we cared enough to hear her use an no apology. She might have given an apology to it, but we just wasn't paying no attention. We didn't know who the fuck she was. <laughs> we like, who was who? who? That's why he's able to see. That's why he got snuck up in there. This is probably going to the boat. You know, it's probably some people who know who she is, not to me. You know what I'm
0: saying?
1: I just don't know. I, you know, it made me think a little bit differently. And do I want to support? Now it does say here. What is is she? I'm looking, trying to see where her history was on this. Um it resurged back in two thousand twenty people start talking about it again. Sabrina Collier, racism controversy, resurges after the weekend tour announcement. because oh, the weekend. Oh <laughs> Sabrina Collier is a singer songwriter, best known for two thousand eight. Don't let me down. This is from a heavy dot com. It says Unravel Me. She was recently Revealed as being part of the Weekend's Upcomer After Hours tour, along with Don Tolliver and 88 Glam, an announcement has that has resurfaced a controversy around Claudio's past racist comments, which she apologized for in 2018. Here's what you need to know about the controversy. When well, Claudio first gained fame, an old Twitter account of hers was found that used racist language. Oh, ooh, she said some more stuff. Oh no. Two thousand eighteen social media users found my old Twitter account linked to Carly Collett. Oh damn you're oh damn you're ugly. That made comments using the N word and saying things like it's supposed to be a black girl, with no booty and fuck it, I'll be a black girl for Halloween. Oh. There was also a post I didn't even know what this man. I saw the sweaty child, stuff. The Urban Dictionary defines China as a derogatory term for a teen girl of Latin hair that's usually found in Miami. He was known for her cheap style dress and wearing a combination of so-called gangster looks and that of a prostitute. Okay, she says for her past behavior, this is back in 2018, I'm deeply sorry for the insensitive words I've used. Some of the things you are seeing are true while others aren't. Oh, what what did you ever define what wasn't true and what wasn't? I realize my past ignorance is affecting people I care so much about, it, and I'm so sorry. I've made mistakes, and while I cannot take them back, I will learn from them, so bring them. Since a just deleted tweet, the singer apologized for her past behavior, writing, I am deeply sorry for the words I've used. Some of the things you are saying are true while others aren't. Oh, okay. Donato Floriden, who is Cuban and Puerto Rican descent, also appeared at an event in West Hollywood at the time and apologized there too. Okay, that's how they were selling her through the weekend because, you know, black people like the weekend but not like that, okay? No, definitely. I'm okay. saying some do, but, you know, not he's not the traditional. He don't got the traditional hardcore R&B crowd, so they could sell her off to the weekend's crew. You know what I'm saying? Because the weekend kind of has a different type of, uh, of audience or something. I want to have an opportunity to sit here today and apologize. Absolutely no justification, no excuses. I'm embarrassed humiliated and shocked. When everything resurfaced, I had a sick feeling in my stomach because I didn't recognize the person. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how to explain that. Okay. She added, when I was younger, I would say things I didn't mean because I was angry with my situation in my life. Oh, sorry, it made you angry at black women. Being able to find my purpose in music. Oh, because you now think black people's music, I'm going to not, I'm going to like y'all. I started finding happiness in myself and my surroundings. Since then, my growth was so prominent that when I saw these tweets he I was disgusted with myself. Damn, I was mad because I didn't delete that shit. <laughs> this is Carlotta <laughs> This is on 101. Fans on Twitter aren't sure how they feel about the weekend touring with Kyleio. This would have been good except Sabrina Kyleio since. Like y'all know, she ran a Twitter account to bully back and was dropping the N-word nonstop right Was the hard E-R apology shit. And she, she wasn't remorseful. She was sorry. She got caught. He messed with his thing. You're not the weekend. The weekend got a big old pop audience. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got like a lot of people. Like. But when you got them black, like you got black women, like hardcore black women. Not to say the weekend don't got black women people. Black women fans, it's just that you got a more different type of black women fans. So to so, so, sneak some Claudio in here, even though this happened in 2018, is very interesting to me. And then all this stuff popped off, off about Erica Menu this week. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Talk about violence. Shit. Let me shut up. I don't want to mess up nobody's... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so wait a minute, somebody got on a, a hood and a glass to talk about me going to the weekly concert, but really trying to see the to Claudia, too. Yeah, uh, yeah listen, here. For her part, Claudia hasn't tweeted anything since November 2019. She's probably tweeting again. She's nervous, okay? She has posted a few things to Instagram in the past few months. This is a long time ago, okay? I'm sure that it might come back up. Hopefully, it won't come back up for you, Maxwell, because you, you, y'all, your your people, or whoever is booking this tour, have snuck her into the tour. (laughs) I mean, uh, snuck her into the cruise. Oh. It's problematic. I'm having a problem with it. Even though I'm willing to give people second chances. But in my energy I felt she only probably what I've from what I've read. And you know, hey, I say problematic things all the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm you know, I'm not I'm not a a, a political correct person, but saying calling people the N word and being a colorist and bullying black women and saying shit about black women and stuff on a whole fucking separate Twitter account, and then you say some things are true and some things ain't. The apology was ambiguous and shit. I don't know how I feel. I'm kind of like, what the fuck? You know, it's a. Even though it happened in 2018, I'm kind of like, uh-uh, I'm feeling some sort of way. Because now that I know about it, I'm like, huh? wow. And somebody said I probably talked about it on the show. I just probably don't remember. Like I said, she was so insignificant, I didn't pay that much attention to her. You know, I knew a couple of songs, but I wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? It's wild. And y'all don't replace her with Snow Allegra, so I didn't probably pay that much attention. (laughs)
0: Y'all,
1: don't get mad at me. I'm just telling you, you know, y'all always have a resident, neo soul girl that you know that's not sometimes black or something so is a new thing so i didn't know nothing about sabrina i mean i wasn't paying no attention to her no more but i didn't know all these problematic things came there into play so it's a lot that's an interesting thing to ask black women to support a cruise for her own <laughs> <laughs> black people period oh let me leave it alone i'm gonna just leave y'all I don't know. Maybe I. Maybe it all work out. Maybe she really is sorry, okay? I'm fine. Moving on. <laughs> Before I mess up the clues. <laughs> woo Lord, I have them all on the timeline, okay? All my girls, all my people be on the timeline. Did you? Uh, I can see him going off, okay? <laughs> uh, that's, I don't know if I would have did that. All right, so uh, unless I would have did that, unless I was interviewing different people, like I did a live with different people for that's going to be on the cruise, and I specifically talked to her, and I specifically brought that up and said, hey, how do you feel about that? Because, you know, we got a lot of, you know, people, we R&B crowd, blah, 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 and made her talk about that. Other than that, I don't know if I would have booked her ass still, okay? Even since 2018, right? I'm just telling you the truth, shit. I was, I said, "Shit, girl, we got too much shit going on." <laughs> and then the Erica, but ben- your shit popped off too. Wow, that's a wow, wow, wow. Okay, um, man, crazy. All right, so you know I gotta talk about my favorite too. Just because it's my, he my favorite do not mean I
0: can't. I'm, I'm, I'm not
1: I'm just that's problematic. All right, just to add this sad story. This story is just made me sad when I heard, and I just thought, what is going on in the world? What is y'all doing? Is y'all crazy? Are y'all slow? It's people, did the shots mess y'all with your head or something. Did the shots mess some people up in the head. They're just like you know. Remember in the in the movie, what's the movie? Uh, what's the the, the King's Men, or what? What's the the movie? The London guys or similar? All the King, I forget it. Kyle, what's the name of that? The King or something? I forget. But they they first one Samuel Jackson played in, and they and the cell phones had this sound on it that would make people go crazy and start fighting and doing crazy stuff. That's what I feel like maybe since the shot, since the pandemic, y'all done got crazier. And this story was so disturbing to me. It's like argument over sweet and sour sauce. I haven't heard stuff like this since the crack days, the step on my shoe crack days, okay? Argument over sweet and sour sauce preceded preceded teen girls' D.C. stabbing them, prosecutors. Um. This is a sad story. Some of the y'all hear from the 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 news channel is for NBC in Washington. So let's take a listen here. Let me put it up so y'all can hear. That killed a 16 year old girl. The suspect, another teenage girl, made her first appearance in court. She is charged with second degree murder. News source: Derek Ward joins us now live. So Derek, you've learned some new information about. What may have led up to the stabbing? And the prosecutors are saying the fight was over soft.
2: Indeed it was. They're saying it was over sweet and sour sauce. Now, as you said, the victim is identified as uh, Naima Ligon. She's 16. The person who was accused of uh, stabbing her to death is also a 16-year-old female who we will not name this held in juvenile court. Now, uh, take a look at this. this is is uh, Naima Ligan's picture. According to testimony here today in court, uh, the victim, the accused, and three others had started their evening Saturday at a rec center in Oxford Hill. Then they went to a party in the District of Columbia and then to the McDonald's. Now, according to witness testimony, uh, that is when the fight started. They'd gotten into a car parked outside of the McDonald's. And in the backseat, an argument, then a physical altercation over that sweet and sour sauce that's filled outside of the car. And video, surveillance video, shows that uh, the uh, victim, the woman who died, as well as one of the witnesses who is uh, described as having a romantic relationship with the victim who died, uh, started to fight the woman who was accused with the stabbing. At one point, she got knocked down. She got back up, and that's when the stabbing occurred. Apparently, one of the stabbings, the victim was stabbed twice, now, uh, according to that video, as the uh, people were returning to the car, the uh, woman, the young woman who was accused of stabbing lunged at them again. Now, she told police that uh, she had felt threatened, that she was being jumped. She only carried that knife uh, to protect herself. Now, after that stabbing, she just walked away to the Howard University Hospital where she was pronounced dead. And that's where police... Started to talk to victims or started to talk to witnesses about what had happened, and uh, that uh, the accused was found about a block away. She has been charged with second degree murder, one count of second degree murder, one count of assault with intent to kill, one count of aggravated assault, one count of felony assault, and one count of carrying a dangerous weapon. Now, her defense attorneys wanted to see her released. Uh, they said that there was not probable cause based on uh, the video, even though it showed some of these altercations. It didn't give enough information about what led up to it. But, of course, the uh, prosecution wanted to see uh, the, the 16-year-old who was accused of killing held in jail. And that hearing uh, may very well still be going on or just wrapping up, so we'll know later on about uh, her fate and then uh, whether she will be held here in jail until there is a trial. But again, uh, worst outcome over what apparently is a trivial
0: thing.
1: Absolutely, Derek. Like sweet and sour sauce. Yeah. Sour. Terrible situation, all of First off, sweet and sour sauce and McDonald's ain't even really all that good. T- hold, hold the hell up, okay? I don't know if it was over sweet and sour sauce it was something more deeper and shit going on, but. If it was over sweet and sour sauce, no way her ass should be not named. If you kill some, your dumb ass kills somebody over some sweet and sour sauce, we need to know who you are. 16, you wrong grown as fuck. You know the difference between right and wrong. Stabbing somebody over some sweet and sour sauce is dumb. If it happened the way they saying it happened. What is y'all raising out here? Mental basket cases. Having somebody over some sweet McDonald's sweet and sour sauce at that shit. Really?
0: It's
1: sad. Somebody lost their child to sweet and sour sauce. I I don't understand what's wrong with that. Jeez. Sweet and sour sauce. (sighs) I'm not ready to talk about Neo's wife. in wife. Y'all want to go to a break. Y'all want to hear a little. We take a little break. And we're gonna come back and talk about why Leo's wife ex wife you no know, ex girlfriend and ex baby mama. Yeah, what what kinda of caused some issues in their relationships how threesomes, cause some problems, okay? We'll talk about that when we get back. But meanwhile, let's listen to uh what y'all to listen to?
0: Let's listen to um
1: I got it on here? Hold on y'all, y'all not slow. Yeah. Okay, let's listen to uh Forevermore Algebra and Anthony David. We'll be back in a moment, okay? Hey.
3: And when I think of walking out you, smiling the way they make me feel like I'd be lost without you. Me and you are the only threat to us. So death to us, I'm standing next to you. Um. Now back to CC in the game for the very best in government, politics, celebrity, entertainment, music news. Tune into the Carolina Chatwood Show right here
0: on Block Talk Radio. Boy, I'm crunching
1: ice and yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> I have some ice water and I'm crunching my ice. Oh.
0: Alright,
1: now it's gone. <laughs> Alright, it's the CC show. Oh my God, this show is so messy. Lord have mercy. Where is messy? We are back. I was uh, Anthony David and Algebra forevermore. Okay, let's get to talking about Monetta child. Okay, Neo was out in these streets. Talking about her and Neo's relationship back in the day. You know what I'm saying? We cheated together. Neil's ex, Monietta, says their relationship went down here after he began requesting other women in their bedroom. Let's hear Monietta talk about it, okay? Listen to that. Do I get it up? Now, this is Monietta talking on the House of Aaron, okay? This is from the House of Aaron. Uh, um, so, so let's listen to what she had to say.
4: And then it just wasn't enough, and I was like, "Well, no, I didn't sign up to do this every we cheated, day."
2: So you cheated.
4: No, Oh, baby. I mean, you know, like we did things together, so not it's not cheating if you're involved with it. Oh. Yeah. Like, so. Okay. Hey y'all, be
5: classy, but you got up other Okay. When she wants. A lady in the street.
4: Whatever you can do. Yeah, yeah. And maybe. whatever. Hi, in the maybe. maybe. Hi. Anyway, wow. so no, but like honestly, I'm just very multifaceted, and that's where I was at that time. And But it became a problem when you want that, you know, a lot. Like maybe I'll give you maybe twice a year, you know, or a party time. But it's like, oh,
0: oh yeah, it was too much.
4: I'm like, oh, if you want that, you don't want me. You know, it was making it seem like I'm not enough. And, oh, wow. you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, I grew up with a loving father, thank God, and a loving mother. So, you know, I know myself worth, Even though we can lose it because, baby, I lost myself after, you know, the breakup and, you know, having kids. Because my parents, um, of course, they would have been married for 50 years, you know, and that's all I saw. So that's all I wanted, you know. Um, and So I was devastated. But, yeah, so, you know, I to keep it cute and feisty and stuff, but it wasn't enough. And it is
5: what it is, sad. So I knew,
4: you know. The plan
1: was coming okay, later, okay, you know. Okay. Just trust me. the How? yeah, said, told us why Leo and her really,
0: uh,
1: uh, somebody said <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna say, oh, wow. <laughs> Roswell Smith, if you ever look at com Somebody said in Robin Smith's uh, comments, I'm sure they was trying to bring every man in that bedroom to get hard for money. You know what? You don't want to stop it. Y'all are not going to sit. Listen. Because <laughs> I heard a lot of y'all talking about Leo. <laughs> that one picture made y'all think Leo funny. Okay, listen. <sighs>
0: Reasons, you know.
1: Listen, I I've never heard where they haven't been problematic. I've never, i I think I've heard one where it wasn't problematic, okay? But I've never heard where they're not problematic. And listen, when you're probably with these famous guys, okay? Not all of them, but a lot of them. I mean, you feel a lot of women feel pressure like Marietta. You know, some women will feel pressure to keep the what's that lifestyle 'cause just be like, I'll bring the woman in, you know, in the bedroom and I'll do this and that, but I'll be like, Fuck you, okay? So I'm the star. First of all, I'm just, I am the star. <laughs> so my shot, Give me one reason why I need a co star.
0: <laughs> I a puppet.
1: But I understand. Here's my thing. I think she, like, she said that was her, she said she would do it twice a year. You know, you can ask me twice, but don't ask me all the time. So my thing is she seemed like she was liking it, too. She said they cheated together. But then Neo was like, no, can we get a couple more? Can we get some more? Can we get some more? Get, some more? get some more. And she's like, he don't want me. And that was the right call because he probably didn't, he didn't want you. Now If he's asking me for threesomes, I'll be the time, okay? But I'm insulted if you ask me for threesomes
0: one time. Woo! I'm excited. Cause I'm like,
1: what? <laughs> What's
0: going on here? <laughs>
1: And I know there's a lot of men out here who like the idea of three, especially if you're dealing with celebrity males, okay? Because celebrity males, they have so many options. And so y'all women be feeling obligated to their asses. But no. Hey, okay? unless y'all just like other chicks and coochie cat. okay, I get it. But if you don't, why is she doing it to keep them? Okay, no. You ain't going to have to play in the streets. You're going to probably do it anyway. Oh my goodness! Dudes like R&B dudes like Neo. <sighs> Let me go. What's my girl? What's my? I'm. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm about to write some answers. I'm gonna have to see Samantha come on the show. I, I, I need to answer. I need to get Samantha. That's my. So so Samantha can tell y'all I was her. <laughs> I'm gonna be from Samantha. I'll be watching her. I just stop calling and watch Samantha. Samantha, Tyrese, I don't care what you say, Tyrese. You created a star with Samantha. Samantha be cracking me up <laughs> with her relationship advice. You, Samantha got so messed up with whatever you need, Tyrese. She giving out relationship advice on Instagram every day. <laughs> Woo, wanted to get you R&B cats? cat <laughs> they hold out here. She ain't saying that but you know, that's what's so many they hoes out here. <laughs> but that's because there's so many women that won't lose like that. You know what I'm saying? That want the look, you know, the seniors or this and that, you know, like you know. Oh, I love Samantha, boy. Samantha be funny, boy. Samantha be funny. Y'all ain't following Samantha. Tyrese's ex wife, y'all who Tyrese, she's a hoot. <laughs> okay, like you know, talking Ty- but she also said some really good things to say about relationships. Now for real, she knew. I I be joking about her on here and stuff and i be been saying she's low balling, low low key hitting Tyrese. <laughs> But she wouldn't be as popular if she wouldn't. But I still, like, I, I, I do like some of the stuff she says. Some of the stuff he'd be kind of good, okay? But, yeah, these be cats, you got to, that's how I be, uh, you know, that's how I be. But I don't know if I'd be telling, though. I wouldn't say nothing if I did a three. If I did a threesome and you wouldn't, I wouldn't say nothing. Maybe in my tell-all, like when I'm 85. <laughs> Never. They out here. I'd be in I'd bed. <laughs> oh, my God. Crazy. Okay. Three films, I just don't think are a good idea. I'm just going to tell y'all that it's just... <laughs> First of y'all, y'all cheat together. You know what? Just cheat separately. I don't like the whole idea of three. There's too many people up in there. it's too much of the swap stuff going on, and all that. It's just, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. <laughs> Says the girl who wants to go to the sex stuff. So, yes, I want to see and view. To say I've been into one, but I do. I, I'm not judging anybody, but I kind of. It just seems like a lot. <laughs> Aren't you just see. i This is where I'm like. Mm. I mean, you know, it seems like a lot's going on, a lot of fluids, and, you know, with different people. And <laughs> I was watching this on, uh, what was it, what's the channel? Oh, my God. It's one of the Offer Brand streaming channels. I was watching. Oh, I can't remember what the Offer Brand. I want to say was it was Paramount. I don't know. It's one of the little out-brand streaming channels I was watching the other day, this, uh, just these people who give you sex parties in Atlanta, right? And so they have couples. They invite like seven or eight couples or something. I'm like, Y'all like Carlotta, you is wild, okay? Yes, I be. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to those things. I mean, I'm not a participating. I'm just saying I'll be watching because I'll be like, damn, really? You know, because I told you I think I should I think I might should've been a the sex therapist. Okay, so like so they be going. I can't remember what that streaming is on either. I want to say it's one of the like the. It's not paramount. Oh man, I can't remember what it is. But anyway, so the, this couple—it's their first time, you know, doing it. In the husband, of course, he really want to do it, right? But the wife—you could tell. She was uncomfortable. She was trying to be like, God ain't kidding, yeah. Yeah. And so they was kissing, you know, out front with everybody and all these people kissing on each other and people you know, and you can just have sex with your husband in front of everybody else if you want to. You ain't gotta swap. But they like for you to swap, right? (laughs) Right. But it was just she just looked so unbelievable. I said this child ain't gonna last. Okay, she gonna go in there and she in the middle of the scene, she got him like in that room and stay there. She just could not. She could not bring herself to do that, you know. And I felt bad because for her because she was you could really see that she was trying to do it because of her husband. She was trying to explore something, <laughs> but he should have looked at her. She looked tight from the moment she walked in there, like, shit, I am not up to this shit, right, you know, and it was, and then the one of the other ladies came in there, and you know was caressing her and hugging on her. that's just shit would irritating to me, but she but you can see she was trying to be susceptible, but I was like, man. You not want no three, so She just wants you, man. She don't want no. Three, so she don't want no. Three. But it was interesting. It was interesting. They have these parties. People are all checked. They're all sexually checked for transmitted disease. They have when you come in, like it's like a condom, like a, a bowl of condoms, <laughs> different colors. It was it was, it was like they went through the whole thing, right? You know, it was crazy, man. It was, it was very interesting. Now this is private sex party. like. Private, like you have to be invited, like couples and stuff like that. Oh wow, it was just a wild situation. It's very interesting to see. Okay, so I believe you know. You can you imagine it with celebrities? If you get like invited to the one of them eyes wide chat party, you with know, eyes wide open, oh, shit, I can get rid of with Eyes wide closed. The that they say the celebrities be at when they come dressed up in Halloween masks and stuff. <laughs> No, I, I heard, I don't know. I, I was like, shit, is that what it's No, that's why I was hearing out in the streets. I don't know. I was hearing out in the streets that some Americans be having these Wow, well, you know. Like, I ain't going to name none, but y'all know who I'm talking about back in Atlanta. So
0: <laughs> I think y'all in
1: Atlanta, why the stuff they went down in Atlanta is because too many people were going to this particular couple, it's probably she Burn my business. We don't set up. I ain't miss it. we have up there for a couple of years. There's probably too many people heading out, going after their stuff. They couldn't get arrested. Right? <laughs> Allegedly. But, I mean, I hear the celebrity stuff be wild. And so, so you know, so, I mean, you can so, you know, Monetta was just like, you're in Rome, do as the Romans, I guess. And then Neo just wanted him more. But Monetta, listen, you are married. Ain't you married now? You got another person. You know, unless you're about to write a book on Neo's ass, you really don't care. You know? <laughs> I mean, but you know, it is what it is. Okay? It's good talking points. Okay? Good talking points. Girls, be careful out right here. Don't let these celebrities do, to do nothing that you don't want to do. It, okay? Unless you, you, but I really believe Monet Monetta said she liked it too. Okay, she like she likes the women too. So it really wasn't Neo, but Neo thought she liked it. Okay, that's all I
0: gotta
1: say on that note. All right, okay. So, Perry and Lennox uh, on craving validation and struggle with self love is truly a miserable existence. This is from Emmysing dot com. Ari Lennox, was, uh, they said, was particularly vulnerable with her social media followers this week. You know, Ari Linux often is, and I usually get on Ari Linux on here, but today, today I'm not, okay? It says, open up Wednesday about her struggles with validation and self-love. I hate that I crave validation in every ounce of my life. It is truly a miserable existence, she began on ex-Twitter. I hate that I wish I was cool. I'm embarrassing. I don't know when I'll start loving myself. I don't know if it's possible. I can't enjoy all that I've created for myself. The Waste My Time singer 32 was wallowing in mental misery of craving love while also dismissing it from her life. It's painful reality to not be loved, yet to crave it so bad in most, so most harmful places, to not be able to trust anyone, to want people around, but to push them away simultaneously. It's mental misery. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, she said, it's a re- it's a it's a painful reality to be loved yet to crave it so bad. To not be loved yet to crave it so bad, in my song for you all with. Inspiring uh, actress singer, I thought expressed uh, sentiments back in March when she took to the same platform to share her fear that craving love so openly may have been un- unattractive to some. I have made myself unattractive by wanting love so bad. She wrote, in a sense, the sense, a tweet from March to 2023, by speaking about it and complaining about it, I wish I didn't crave it. I wish it didn't make me blind, weak, and so dangerously trusty. I wish I had no love inside of me. Wish I didn't have emotions. Wish I didn't care. One year prior, Lennox opened up about up to Dreamville leader Jay Cole about her last album, A-Sex Location, sharing that much of it was addressing the codependent and validation seeking part of my life. I remember the countless times I was kicked out of day naps because they didn't think I was really myself. It reminded me of those age, sex, vocation days when I actually wasn't being myself in chat rooms, okay? Uh, listen, I'm going to just say this, Erie. Most people in show business do create that all those. are Those are very real things. Uh, and what I say, it's just like I was talking to one of my friends this week. A lot of times, the things that we have going on, like, most people in show business crave some form of um, of, of validation. That's why you're you, you're in, sometimes you get into, because if you're a singer, you want to, uh, maybe you didn't start off that way, but sometimes most happens, like, you, you crave the, uh, the validation of the crowd to cheer you, or if you're an actress, you crave people to like your movie. You know what I'm saying? If you're really into the arts and stuff like that most people in the arts crave a form of validation that's what drives them in the arts it's actually a blessing now what happens is a lot of times blessings turn in our blessings can become curses inside out meaning that um, i was talking to a friend this week and i was talking about how well a few weeks ago and how her her a lot of the blessings that she had been given because she was saying something about dealing with this about relationships and where her life was going, I said, she has this beautiful blessing of being a giver and a, a, a nurturer, but it's turned into a curse because she's mishandled it. Then you know, like like now she she wants to give to too many people that she shouldn't be giving to, and um, nurturing people that she shouldn't be nurturing, and that's because somewhere inside of her life, that blessing that God gave her turns inside out. You know what I'm saying? It happens to all of us. Everybody has that thing or something like that where your your blessing can turn into a curse. One of the things I say for Aerie Lennox is that fame is a very hard beast to handle, but uh, it's also uh, all the things that, that she's talking about. Like she said, that drove her to write that age, sex, and location, to write that album. That's driving her to be one of... one of the newest creative artists on the planet. Now that, that, that blessing of vulnerability has allowed some blessings in your life. But where it becomes a curse is when you don't just deal with that creative standpoint on paper and therapy, let it be therapeutic, but when then you try to act it out in your life. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you will find artists that need to act out crazy relationships and shit like that. <laughs> no, they don't. I mean, serious. No, know, have, have you? You know, I guess you have. Have you ever been involved with a tortured artist before? It is, um, you know, just like <laughs> it's the most romantic and most uh, um, painful. people can go through because sometimes they don't know how to connect without feeling pain or something like that or creating some painful scenario and stuff like that. So that's why I'm just saying if you've ever been involved with a tortured artist, you know, (laughs) all right, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, like I can't. They'll find a way not to trust you. They'll find a way not to this and that. And, and I think that's just automatically, especially for especially if you're a woman, especially too coming up in that kind of business and, and being exposed to so many people, so many jokers and stuff like that out there. And so the one thing I can say is, for Aerie Lennox is, girl, therapy is good and therapy is healing, okay? And I know when I was in my 20s, I knew, I, let me tell y'all something, I was like 22, I was like, I was having, I was having some toxic, I mean, you know what I'm saying, I'm saying I was just mean crazy people, I was like, this is, this is out of control, I just had to say I said, let me, <laughs> I just stopped, my friends were laughing, was laughing at me, to so this day, to me, well, you just stop dating, I said, I showed the fucking dick, because I mean, I had one day, I was like, you know, this shit, this is, <laughs> You know, so definitely. I mean, and then I had to realize you had to deal with what your shit is, you know. And I still got shit. Don't get me wrong, you know, Mary. Not you. Got still, you still be having shit, and Mary. All kind of. shit Hey, listen, life is life. But um, I think you always have those insecurities. It's just how you handle them and how you deal with them. And sometimes you may need somebody to talk them out, or you may need to uh, uh, close the coochie cat shop down. Uh, uh, and, and, and focus on self. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, this is what's called the Coochie Cat shop then okay? Sometimes the Coochie Cat, sometimes you're just feeling, you know, you're fulfilling the Coochie Cat shop so you can, you, you know, it, it's. sometimes it's working as a drug, and it's not allowing you to heal or develop relationships, uh, meaningful relationships and stuff like that. And so some people get into the habit of of, of having um toxic sexual relationships, you know what I'm saying, to uh, numb them and to do all kinds of things. But when they wake up the next day, they pain is still there. The very thing that's still hurting them is still there and stuff like that. And, you know, you just, have to, deal, just you have to deal with self. And that is a very spiritual journey. And it is a lifelong journey, okay? Trust me, okay? We, me and my friends, we in our 40s and I think, we still, I mean, it's stuff we have grown, outgrown but there's still stuff that we struggle with as women, you know what I'm saying? And still uh even some of us with relationships and love and and, and you you know you are always on the journey journey of self discovery, okay? My favorite quote now is collateral beauty. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, okay? So you know you, you it's good. You, it, that's the growth of life, and, and I think it's just, just being a young lady. You know what I'm saying? And probably probably having a broken heart that you haven't dealt with. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it sounds like. But I don't know. I don't know. I ain't in no business. Okay. All right, but very interesting. I thought that was really neat. But I think that's what makes her, her her too. That's what makes you get those great songs from her. That's what makes you get vulnerability is what makes you a great artist. A lot of the time, when you're very vulnerable with yourself, you're able to open up you know what I'm saying, to the, with the right, you know, about the right things, okay? Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, but uh, most of the time, sometimes, it, you know, you have those tortured artists. <laughs> they're just so tortured, and they're, uh, they they tend to look for the bad, or like, you know, they're Like oh this is gonna be bad this is be... and so they they talk themselves out of things right away so I don't know if she's at that place in her life but she's already talking herself out of stuff but if you haven't healed then you are gonna run into some crazy stuff you know what I'm saying so it's just you know, you know if you're a snapper you'll have to learn the lessons of life <laughs> uh, yeah but it's but it's very beautiful. That she was that open and stuff with her feelings, I thought that was pretty uh, nice. Okay, all right. So what else we got to talk about around well, here, y'all? Uh, we talking about Neo. Uh, uh, child, I ain't got time to be talking about Tyrese out here. Still talking about that woman, child. Tyrese out yeah, here. Tyrese, Tyrese got. Us. I know Tyrese was on the on the thing last week. With his girlfriend and I I think he talked child. <laughs> he's just he's a lot. Tony for a lot. Ooh, it's a lot for me. So I just wish you look. It's a lot doing Talk. I you try you ain't really talking about Talk. It's a lot for me to talk about, okay? <laughs> All right, so let me see what's the other news we need to talk about. I need to make sure. You get. Okay, so they're talking about Portia Williams may return to real high of in Atlanta, but people are saying that Portia wants big money, like to be the top Atlanta, uh, 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 Atlanta housewife who wants more money than candy. I am for paying Portia more than candy, but I will say this, Portia, okay, you have came on to reality TV show before Mary. With your cute self, okay? You was married to that football player, and that that Real housewife of Atlanta helped to push that marriage right on over the edge. Now you just got married. For the, the very best girl. in
3: government, politics, girl. celebrity, girl. entertainment, music, news, tune into the Carlotta Chatwood Show That's right it, here girl. on Block Talk
0: Radio. I don't know what I
1: asked
0: you to going to
1: Okay, so she already she got silence, man, child. Simon, you got your husband, and now you don't want to go on that reality TV show and leave Simon. Okay, so I would think
5: long and hard, Portia, before I do that. For the very okay. best
3: in government, politics, hey, celebrity, entertainment, hey, music on, news, on. tune into the Carolina Chatwood Show
1: right here
0: on Block Talk Radio.
5: Okay, what was keep
0: playing, y'all? Come on.
1: Wait a minute, I have to find it. I don't know why I keep playing here. I don't know what we got going on here, but keeps playing. Hmm. Who knows? Okay. But sorry about that, you guys. But yeah, Portia, I would think long and hard about getting on reality T V show and possibly ruining the marriage, the second marriage I have. I would think long and hard. Reality TV shows are tough on marriages. Remember, you had Fallon come on to reality TV show, and she lost Simon to you. <laughs> think of Fallon. I have something up here about Fallon. Yeah, I want to talk about with Fallon. It was something. I had about fouling up here. So, yeah, I don't know. And plus, like, to me, you know, Real Housewives of Atlanta will never be the same until Nene Lee, Kim Zodiac, people like that. You need them because that's the house that Nene built. That's just straight up. It's just, it just is. It is what it is. It's the house that Nene Leaks built, and you can just never change it. It's her house, okay? Mimi Lee built that whole uh, 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 franchise of Real Housewives. She was the first really, really hugely popular Real Housewives of Atlanta and I agree with her that she should have been as popular as Kim Kardashian and him, but in a different way. I agree with me because Mimi set it out for Real Housewives, okay? And to me, Mimi should have had just like various they like been, you know, like the Real Housewives of Atlanta's Erica Kane. Like our children was Erica Kane was the was the diva of soap opera. It, uh, uh the uh Susan Lucci, that's how uh, a real uh, to me meaning Lucci is to the real housewives of a okay? Um let me see that. See, we're gonna talk about Fallon, right? Fallon says we got ten minutes So we can start, we just talked about uh, Fallon here. Uh this thing That Fallon. Fallon says being on Real Housewives of a ruined my life. This is from essence dot com child. This is what Fallon See, Fallon trying to tell you, Portia the former Real Housewives of Atlanta personality who appeared as a friend in season 13. She was a friend to who? To to, <laughs> to Simon Giubita. G- Soon after that season ended, they split, okay? So Simon became widely known when she appeared on the Real Housewives of Atlanta during thir- season 13. um, Let's see here. Uh, since then... See I get this here. Okay, since uh, since then she's been making headlines for reasons related to her relationship drama. The former TV personality decided to tell her side of the story during a recent interview with the Baller Alert Show. When asked about her ex-cousin Simon Gubadzhi, who is now married to former Real Housewives of Atlanta Portia Williams, she claimed she was con- he was controlling and wouldn't let her out go out unless they went together. I was never allowed to have anything for myself. So here I was sitting on all this money and I had nothing. Well, not, not nothing exactly. Pina shared that she did get ten thousand dollars allowance every month. Chad, he can't tell me nothing to do when I get ten thousand dollars every month. Chad, I'd be, mean, he'd be coming home, I'd be gone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how you think? Chad? Please, I right, you, you can hold me out. See. You better have a security guard there. <laughs> they said I was uh, Zubada had a different story to tell when the news of the divorce broke. He claimed their marriage ended due to Pena cheating with her former assistant Jalen Banks, who is now who she now has a child with, child the poo boy. Okay. while Pina doesn't miss her relationship with Yuba, she does miss the lifestyle. I miss the money. She uh, stated during the interview. She also touched on her feelings about joining Real Housewives of Atlanta. She was introduced during season 13 as William's friend. Yeah, I would have never done Housewives to begin with. That They ruined my life, she said. They came into my home, and then I went to hell after that. Pena and Google got married in 2019 and went their separate ways after two years. They never had children together, but both came to the relationship with multiple kids. Um, listen, child, she said, after two years of marriage and five years of friendship, Simon and I have made a difficult decision, oh, that's when they decided to need it. Um, after the end of the marriage, Pena went on to date and get engaged to Banks 2000, in 2021. She initially said she didn't have a relationship with him in response to the his accusation, and well, we hear that wasn't true. However, two had a public and bitter sit. In February, almost 16 months after getting engaged, they have daughter Emma born November 22nd, and he has filed for full custody. Child. Listen here, okay. Let me tell you, Fallon has I know she missed that money. Fallon, not only you miss that money, okay? You just see Portia over there, like you 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 left with the pool boy. Now, I ain't got nothing against the pool boy. Listen, I'm just trying to tell y'all how not to drop y'all bags out here, okay? Now, I understand Simon was an asshole, I get that. But there's a way to fat to quietly move and get out of that in the right way. But Going out with this young man who now is calling you a groomer allegedly around these streets. <laughs> Following just stopped my whole damn back As she said, Real Housewives of Atlanta, she feels was one of the reasons her thing went to hell. So I will say this as a warning to Portia. You know, they say you get them how, you know, you get them. I, I don't believe that saying, but sometimes they say you get them how you, uh... How you got you lose them? How you got them, Portia? You it, if you recycle back to the Real Housewives of Atlanta, you better make sure they paying you good, okay? Because you have well, had one failed marriage with through that franchise, and you picked up another person's husband through that franchise. This is okay. I ain't nothing. She did what you had to. do. Your friend who was showed up as a friend to you on the show. And now you're married to him and now you want to bring, go back on that, on um, Real half of Atlanta, knowing that you're going to have to display everything about your marriage. Okay, trust me, you got to, to display that. Andy going to let you, Andy going, to, so you better make sure Andy paying you real good. I can't be mad at you. They said you paying hardball. I do not blame you because you want to make sure you got your coin, your own coin stock stacked in case you and Simon. The whole, you know, because when reality TV, everybody's going to be examining you and Simon on reality TV because of all the controversy surrounding it. And let me tell you what would be real good, Andy, okay? If you didn't get back Nikki, uh, Nini, Kim, and you put on there, you find a way to put Porsche on there, pay her big money, and get fouled. <laughs> For that, <laughs> i <told it> in. <laughs> If you did that, I sold it in. <laughs> that would be wow. That would be a wow. They your your ratings would go through the roof. But you have to. They they probably have to have the highest uh, paid Real Housewives of all time to do that. To do a situation like that, you have to pay them big money, especially Portia to drive me on there with Fallon. <clears throat> but it will be interesting. It will make an interesting cast. I think that would be probably one the, be like top, probably one of the top rated podcasts. Okay, I mean, God, can you imagine? I'm mm, mm, mm. yeah. All right. So, what do I got coming up, y'all? Concerts. Okay. Okay. I got Maxwell. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I got Maxwell. Okay, Maxwell and Irving. And then we got, what well, we got? We got, we got Beyonce. I'm excited. Beyonce and the Korean Bradley Right? Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited about Beyonce because I can't wait to see the show. Okay, I've been playing little Beyonce stuff. Okay, so I'm excited about seeing it. I'm excited to dress up, you know, my little Halloween costume. <laughs> My little Renaissance costume,
0: mm.
1: <laughs> Oh my lord! I can't wait. Okay, and, and, and yeah, and then Maxwell. It, see, Maxwell's is gonna be playing at one of my favorite venues in Texas. I love the Toyota Music Factory. I love the way it's built. It's something about it. I like it because you can be. They can have an inside concert, concert and outside concert. The sound sometimes is always good to me there. I like the way, how it sits. I just like that. I like that. Every concert I've been to, has been really good there. So, I'm, and Maxwell, I went to see him. Did I see Maxwell there? I've seen Maxwell there twice or once. he once or twice? I think twice. No, once, once. I've only seen him there once. And the second time, I like that place where he's at. But he's back at Toyota, and I can't, I'm excited to see it, even though, you know what I'm saying, it probably ain't going to be, you know, it's just a night tour. I mean, it's just a night tour, time. It's just a night tour, <laughs> That's all all it is, right? So I'm excited about that. Then you got Beyonce. Yes. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, my goodness. And I saw these cute. I've been talking to the person who makes them. I'm trying to get some made. This girl makes these beautiful custom-made converts. Oh, my God. Y'all should see them. They're so cute. She just puts beads and pearls and stuff like that on them. Oh, my God. It's so cute. I, you know, I never paid too much attention to the custom made stuff, but I've been seeing a lot of people getting it. It's really cute. I really like it, man. So yeah, I'm just trying to think about like, what am I, you know, what am I going to wear for Maxwell in Texas? I don't know. I'm trying to decide. What do I do? I don't know. I think it's going to be
0: like sexy,
1: but cute. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, we'll find out something But me, my Beyonce, I'll you, okay I'm ready for renaissance I'm ready, I'm excited, okay All right, you guys Listen, we come to the end of the night The end of the show No, I did not get to see all of my uh, stories, okay But I will get to them sometime during the week Child, I don't know, don't ask me when I ain't gonna promise y'all nothing, okay But you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week this week, okay? Enjoy. I'm gonna leave out with, man. What are we gonna leave out with, okay? Let's leave out with. We had since I had an Anthony David weekend. Let's leave out with fitting game. It's the CC show. I'm Carlotta. I will see you guys sometime. Hopefully during the week. Sometime soon we'll see.
5: Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm out. See y'all. <laughs> I can
3: walk on.
1: Of my voice, you are listening to the archives. What's up, archive listeners? Remember, you can hit me up on Instagram on Carly's underscore Galaxy. You can also—I think there's also something for threads on there where you can hit that link for threads. I don't know what I am on threads. I guess I'm a number, so I don't know. (laughs) All right, so you hit me up on threads. You can also hit me up on. uh, uh, Oh shoot. You can hit me up on Twitter, C. Chatwood Show on Twitter and Carlotta72. Also, you can hit me up on the Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page. That's where a lot of people send me messages. And you also send – you all guys can also send me messages uh, in Instagram too, okay? Uh, And feel free to reach out to me, really. You know, I'm not really spooky, okay? You know, if you have a question or you have something about the show – not something crazy. Some of y'all be saying crazy stuff. But, we, but if you got something, you know, you want to say, feel free. Reach out. Reach out, okay? Uh, but something about the show or something you'd like to hear on the show, uh, you're welcome to, okay? All right. So remember, uh, what else? Uh, oh, you can hit me up on TikTok, but I really don't know what that is. I forgot. I'm going to re- I'm gonna have to remember the TikTok for y'all. Jeez, I just started doing TikTok. I don't really know what I'm doing. Chat, I don't know. <laughs> But you guys, thank you guys for listening to me. Y'all know how I appreciate y'all so, so much, okay? And um, I will see y'all sometime, maybe sometime during the week with a second show, okay? I can't promise y'all nothing, but we'll see, okay? I'm out. Let's leave out with, uh, let's finish listening to Anthony David, the Spitting Game. Uh, We'll leave out with that, okay? I'm out.
5: See y'all. Bye.
3: I on air. I walk on fire. I do anything to get you, baby. I give you what you need and what you desire. I make your every waking thought about me. Yeah, yeah. I can do it with my eyes closed.